Um, but hey, I'm Kate. And I'm Rachel. And I'm Hannah. And this is Feast. She. And shut up. Is it hot in here or is it just me? Tuning in to hear these three chatting about fantasy novels of the spicy variety. Not your average book club if you know what I mean. Are you happy to see us? Or is that a dagger? It's feast, sheep, shatter. It's feast, sheep, shatter. See, we already had our long, cold intro. We did. And you know what? <laughs> that was an ice cold intro. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't know you that were That was recording. a surprise. Yeah, I was surprised. Hey, Rach, you got that. You got the intro tonight. You've been assigned. Oh. Welcome back, friends. <laughs> It's time to discuss another Sarah J. Mass book, Crescent City, House of Sky and Breath. The blue one. It is blue. It's the sequel to the one that we discussed for two episodes. It's slightly shorter. Does more happen? I can't. <laughs> this was a hard one to keep track of everything that was happening. But anyway, we're going to discuss it. And as you can probably tell, I have things to say. So it's going to be a fun episode. So before she says them, let me give you a spoiler warning. Um, if you have not read all released Sarah J. Mass books up until this point, you will be spoiled if you continue listening. Because we're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about all the books. Probably. I probably. mean, not that we mean to, but it's probably going to happen. Well, and we have we think this is fair because we have covered every book. Yeah. This is the last book in her current repertoire. Yeah. Currently. And we today. have read all of them. And I just think we need to take a moment and we need to praise Rachel. Rachel. Because she <laughs> well, has read, read them too. She has read fifty. Teen books by the same author. I have. She has. She has three t-shirts. I do. From this universe. She is wearing one. I am. My Lady Death shirt. Yes. That's my one of my faves. I like them all. I love them. We have yeah, we have good shirts. We have good shirts. We love a good tea. I have a good sweatshirt. Yeah, that's a great tea. Which I was gonna wear tonight, but I didn't have time to get it. That's okay. Plus, it's too hot. It is hot. Went from cold to hot. Yeah, it's, it's as hot as Hunt Athalar. <laughs> <laughs> it's as hot as Lahaba when she put her hand on that aquarium and killed that crazy creature. <gasps> oh, God. Yeah. And bought Bryce three seconds of time to That's save her needed. life. Three That's all seconds. she needed. Yeah. So we're continuing to move towards Sky and Breath. Like we've talked about before, there were seven parts between the first and the second book, and they were named after the layers of hell. Um, we're not. We're gonna try and go through it in those sections, but we're like we do probably gonna be a little bit all over the place. We're delightful ping pong balls. Yep, and that's that's okay. Um, but this book starts off a little bit differently. Um, it kind of has what I would like to call a Manon moment mm -hmm. where all of a sudden we've got a prologue, which is actually a pretty long prologue. I mean, it's about 50 minutes if you're listening to it, mm -hmm. which is pretty long. Yeah. Um, with a new character that we've never met before, with new powers that we've never seen in this universe. 
Um, so we meet Sophie Renast, and she's a human that shows up with these like power. She can like absorb power. She's a Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that prologue? Loved it. But I love her side stories. You know, she's so good at the side character. So you were like, oh, another character. I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. Someone, Someone to get new. emotionally attached to. Someone new. <laughs> I hope her. nothing bad. I bet she'll minutes. be around forever. <laughs> <laughs> I bet nothing bad happens to her. Mm-hmm. And I think she kind of did this because I think she was like, hey, the murder mystery worked in this ba- this previous book. So let me stick with the murder mystery theme. So I feel like she started it as a, like, plot device, and then, like, yeah. halfway through, she was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> That's exactly why. I enjoyed it when I read it, and then when you find out how it wraps up, I was like, well, that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, it did. It did go. It just, it ended quickly. Mm-hmm. She did it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't as relevant Bryce to Bryce pulls this. an Aelin. She does. Yeah. She definitely goes off page. Like, and that's the first time Bryce has done that. Yeah. Bryce goes off page. She figures it out off page. Yeah. And a you, long time before everybody else does. But the difference between Bryce and Aelin is that Bryce apologizes when she is in the wrong. Like, she'll apologize. I think she apologized to Hunt yeah. after keeping. Realistically, Bryce is six years older than Aelin. A lot can happen in six years. That's a true. lot of emotional you mature, growth. You mature a lot. Yep. So I'm just saying. But didn't we decide Aylin was yeah, older? Yeah, yeah, we did. I said that. That's my thing. Yeah, I, yeah, when you said it, I was I like, like, no, 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 no. Doesn't compute. <laughs> so we have said, just to repeat, <laughs> my theory is if it's in like medieval times or some kind of fantasy world where they don't have mo- like modern yeah, medieval society, fantasy. <clears throat> medieval fantasy, then they grow up way faster. So like yeah. 19 is, is like 28. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Farah, who was 19. Yeah. Is like 29. So, Bryce is actually age appropriate. Age appropriate. Yeah. As we would expect in our world. Right. Yeah. So, disregard that part of what I said. <laughs> but we meet Sophie. And I thought it was a cool intro. Mm-hmm. I really liked her. I was yeah. like, oh, Thunderbird. We get to meet the hind, like, for realsies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We meet the hind. We've heard about the hind. The hind is an evil asshole. We meet Pip Asbestos. We find out that, like, it really sets the scene for, um, actually, you know what I think it does really well? It shows us the cruelty of the Asteri and the oppression that humans in that world are facing. Because we, when she's like, they shot my grandparents. They lined them up and shot them all. Yeah. Like, all of her family has been murdered and killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her brother is in a, like, camp. Yeah. yeah. So I think it does a great job of painting a picture of how, like, outside of Pr- Prithian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. Lunathian, otherwise known as Crescent City, mm-hmm. is, like, outside of that, like, modern place how how brutal this this world Which actually we really is. needed yeah. because i mean just based on crescent city all we see of the asteri is just oh people are kind of freaked out by them but yeah. we don't really see how shitty they why are. yeah they and are so we shitty. needed a side story it's like the um Indovier, like that mm-hmm. little side story right like knowing what it was like in the salt mines like having this clear thing i also thought when i first read it 
the firebird in the sea, you know, we kind of go back to what Elaine's prophecy was when she was seeing and I think Wings in Ruin. Remember how she said something? And we were, were led to think it's Vas- Vasa. Yeah. The firebird, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it there's a part of me that's like, mm. wait, is she also maybe seeing Sophie? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. who knows? But Sophie's power is um, electricity. They call it electricity. It's like electricity, but it's really first light. It's just power. She can like take energy. She can take energy. And since yeah. in this world, first light is their electricity. And I'm, you know, did you guys, what do you guys think about why the Asteri would want to kill them off? Like, Because well, if you can absorb energy, you can absorb their energy. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, so they she feed could, on first light. She could hurt them. So mm-hmm. she can feed on first light like she's they can. She's a threat. Yeah. But she's yeah. not eating it. She's no, just taking it. But she can take it from them. She can take it and use it against them. And yeah. she, they probably don't have a defense against their power. Well, yeah. Power. Like if, if their attacks are all energy based, then she would be able to absorb them. Right. Yeah. So they have killed out this human veneer, this type of veneer. Yeah. Um, And we've, you know... We meet Silverbow. We find out we we get this new intro to Ophian for the first time, which is, you know, the human rebellion in this world. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and introduced to Pippa. And we get the Hind. And we realize the Hind is not a nice person. Sophie ends up maybe drowning. We don't know. But anyways, that kind of sets up the, a plot device for the first two-thirds. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the end of the f- first... Second part is when, yeah, it is actually two-thirds because the very end of the second part is after we meet. We see her body and know that she's actually gone. Yeah. Mm. takes a while. It does. Yeah. Um, but it does end faster than I thought it would. And the, in all honesty, the third part of this book feels like another book. Yeah. A little yes. bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she got two-thirds in and she was like, well, shit. Yeah, I I, I gotta I, get it where I gotta go. Right. Yeah. yeah I we actually, could be here all day. I love. I, I at this point in my with my personal relationship with these books, I love the length of her books. Um, I love that if we're gonna wait two years, you at least give us some juice, like some thick yeah. juiciness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we're gonna see. I don't think we're gonna see short books anymore from her. No. I think they're always going to be Silver Flames, Chonky. Kingdom of Ash, Chonky, yeah. Chonky Chonks. Yeah, that's a great way to describe <laughs> Which is them. fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, for me, I love for that. For me, it's fine because it means more small moments. Small moments. Which mm. it, this book is chock full of. A lot of it. Which I think there are a little bit of pacing problems throughout because of that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, for some that might be an issue. For me, it's not because I like. I think those are the best. Yeah. It's comfortable. I can't touch the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) It's ASMR. We're gonna make you tie your hands behind your back for every pod. Well, the velvet on the chair actually really helps me stim. I'm actually kind of stimming the whole time. Go for it. Um, But yeah, so you know, the prologue it's a little bit longer. We meet a new character, and then we pick up at Juniper's ballet at the CBC. No, the CCB. CCB. Crescent City Ballet. I mean, we can't leave out that Sophie had vital information that would oh, change yes. the way that everybody viewed the Asteri. And she was oh, like, but yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not telling Not anyone. one single fucking person. It's going to yeah. die with me today. Not the guy I'm having. Not Agent Silverbow, my faded mate. Yeah. Not 
I mean, I get, she says she's doing it because she wants to force the rebellion to help her brother. And I understand that. And yeah. I get that she's not supposed to trust anybody, but she doesn't leave it anywhere. Well, she well, does. She does do something she pretty does. badass, which is carve a clue into yeah, her dying the, corpse. I mean, we she believe does. she had a pin hidden somewhere on her body, that scene. She ca- they're like, well, maybe she probably she found it pin. floating on Rachel, the sea floor. I, I believe Sophie. <laughs> I just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this just uh, okay. Okay, it's that fine. was it's that's fine. Fine. It's, it's okay. Just, You're it allowed felt, to have moments where it's harder to suspend sure. belief. It felt to me like she couldn't figure out how to keep this from them for a long period of time unless she created this thing where she had found at like she spent three years getting this information. It can literally change the world, and she's like, "But I think I'm gonna sit on it." Just a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when people are scared, especially scared of losing their loved ones, they do crazy irrational things. And that's fine. Irrational <laughs> things aren't fine for you. And that is why this is hard. Well, she and that is okay. She didn't email. I mean, it, she knew Danica was dead, but she could have emailed like Danica's dormant email account. Yeah. Like, we could, there was a hundred ways that she already had available that we could have worked in. Yeah, I don't know, because it results in the ending, like the right, fact that right. she doesn't that she plays this too close to the chest. We end with our end because she needed to get us to the end game, and she didn't know how else to do it. Yeah, you know how much you do it now, don't you? Well, it's just uncomfortable. That's fine. I feel like I can't hear myself. You can move it if it's not close enough. Just don't move it when you're also talking. Okay, now I feel comfortable. I can hear myself fine. Okay, does you hear me? Okay. I do's hear you. You do's hears me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I touch the thing a lot. <laughs> Microphone. Yeah, I touch it. <laughs> so I'm trying not to. Rachel's threatened with a squirt gun to <laughs> squirt me <laughs> or get like a dog shocker. She uh-huh. buzz me. Never do no, that. I'd get the citronella one. It just hits you. <laughs> yeah. Sprit- spritzes me in the face. But And then we go to the ballet. Yeah, we go to the yeah. ballet. Um, we get a lot more lore in this book, like tiny bits of, you know, we're in our second book. This book yeah. starts faster. There's a lot more action. The first part of the previous book was all exposition. And while we do get exposition orgasms in this book, the f- the front end of it is more like action oriented. Mm-hmm. They're at the ballet. We know, you know. I, I actually thought it was really cool because Hunt shows up in a suit and we oh, yeah. so dress up. And her parents are there. Her parents, we, we like Ember and Randall are not just on Zoom; they're like actually there. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we see a statue of an avenging god. <laughs> Thur. And, Thur, right? So we get all this little, you know. We find out, you know, Hunt's really worried about her because he puts the roofie catcher in mm-hmm. the train to make sure no one's trying to kill her. Like Ru- Hunt is like, being hyper vigilant. Yeah. She's a big deal. She has to wear sunglasses and a hat everywhere she goes. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got a she's lot of notoriety famous. now. Yeah. But she's still not claiming to be a princess. She still doesn't want to be princess you know. ill. Yeah. She doesn't want the, yeah. She switched jobs. She's not with Jessica anymore. Which was nope. sad. Jessica had to pack up. 
The next All her day, stuff went to a storage unit. <laughs> she was yeah. like, "Okay, I gotta go. Bye." Yeah, yeah. and she's gone. Um, I think but she still answers her phone every time. I Bryce think calls. I'm telling you, and Bryce still has the amulet, doesn't she? Yeah, she still yeah. has the amulet. Yeah, which she wears the whole time. Right, and she has on her when she gets to Prithian, which we can finally talk about. What? what? <laughs> yeah, she gets where <laughs> she goes to Prithian. Shut up. She lands. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Remind me to talk about. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but I got off topic again. You got too excited. I got so excited. Um, uh, adorable ping pong balls is what we are. Yeah. 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 Just embrace it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So my favorite, one of my favorite things about this first part, y'all. I love Hunt and Bryce's banter. Yes. I love she does it. a good job with that. They are so in tuned. They'll they'll be like, I so she, the thing she, one of the things she does great is because she always likes the ensembles right she likes big friend groups she calls them courts mm-hmm. or the ox or the friendships or the what all the, the things cadres. She, the cadres like yeah. she loves pals mm-hmm. and when they something she's so good at is as this dusky court <laughs> is being put together is they're they're energy together mm-hmm. like the way Therion, Therion and like Rune and Ethan and Bryce and Hunt they all interact it's so fun to read and everybody has their own unique personality and they're yeah. just like delightful little scenes yeah and this first part like is really just furthering friendship kind of found family they go to the party they meet Cormac yeah. Who's like all oh, scary wait, wait, at wait. first. Oh, wait, wait, Before you even talk about it. Okay. The, the best part of the first, the very second page top, the only part oh. that really matters in the first part. Hannah, do you want to read that I for us? I absolutely will not. Why? I think only person that can read this is Rachel. Is Rachel. <laughs> The Rune Dana knew three things. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is Rach. Rune Dana knew three things with absolute certainty. One, he had smoked so much mirth root that he couldn't feel his face, which was a damn shame because there was a female currently sitting on it. He had downed an obscene amount of whiskey because he has no idea what the female's name was or how he'd gotten to his bedroom or how he'd wound up with his tongue between her legs. Three, he really fucking loved his life, at least right now. Yeah. I love that part. Great. Rune Dannon, Prince of the Val- crowned prince of the Valbar and Fay. I think that part does a really good job of setting the tone that we're going to get more Rune-like relationship. Yeah. The fact that we get this like intimate moment with this random fawn and he loves feasting, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Feasting we're like, and sheathing and shattering. Yeah, because he loves that. <laughs> we get this, we're like, oh, he's a lover. Oh, yeah. we're going to get some rune. And we know that we're going to get another relationship in this book. And I remember thinking, yay. Yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> this is great. I loved it. Yeah, rune is hot. He's so yeah, he's a sweet too. About right in the mm-hmm. middle of it, he's like, "Wait a minute, I'm betrothed." 
is this a betrayal? Are we like that kind of betrothed? Yeah. Is she going to care? She doesn't care about me. Is she going to care if I fuck this lady? I could probably just fuck this lady. She probably's fucking other people it's too. Fine. It's right? perfectly fine. Yeah. Right? yeah. We're yeah. not like like together together. This will be the only time. Yeah. This will be the only I'll time. I'll double check after this. Yeah. <laughs> and then Flynn comes and inter- like interrupts and is like, uh, man, our secure, our like fey magic security system is <laughs> going off. mentioned just this yeah. one single time. My fate, our fae magic is uh, bebopping off. So I also love Declan. So Declan is their openly gay friend. Like he's their gay friend. Yeah. Um, and he's dating like a Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you know, like the tech guy. Yeah. And they're rich and like it's just such a such an interesting universe to have. Like, magic not exists in this bubble, right? Like, right. there's a science, and I cannot fucking wait for her to have to explain this stuff to Rhysand <laughs> <laughs> and Nesta yeah. and Fira and be like, this is a cell phone. This is a gun. It's a gun. This is a gun. Cassian's going to be like, this is a boom boom stick. Yeah. I just... <laughs> It it's just so, it's just so ex- it's just yeah it's, it's very exciting. It is so expansive for the universe and the world building. Um, but Ethan gets chopped off. I thought that was really sad. Ethan comes into the mm-hmm. story like really down on his luck. Yep, literally just bloodied up. Yep, he got the shit kicked out of him. But what's sweet about it is that he was. In the security system. Danica had added him to the security system. Yeah. So he was able to have access to the apartment. See, when I read that part, I thought, Rachel's not going to like that. That would have felt a lot more special <laughs> if literally everyone after that couldn't just walk into the apartment. Like, everyone has access Everyone's to this Everyone's like, place. oh, was it locked? I'm so fucking sorry. But I'm in already. <laughs> Can I just be in? I'm already here. <laughs> Sabine knocks on the door. They just open it, and she's in the apartment. Right. But she grabs Bryce's throat. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the whole her across the I, room. Yeah. This is I thought this place was supposed to be like magically warded. Right. Right. Hunt shows up, but then like the hellhound guy. Yeah. Bastion. Everybody can just walk in this place. He comes in behind him. She needs a He's refund. Like, up? And then Princes of Hell just showing up. Okay, mm-hmm. well, first of all, that Prince of Hell is actually not a Prince of Hell. Yes. He's one of the Asteri. He was, it was Rigelus. Yeah. So he can, he's like all powerful. So that, that's, that's not, that point is mute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Strike one. Okay. Fine. Yeah. No, that point is mute because he can break into any kind of security system because right. he's so powerful. But the rest of it is valid. Those are valid points. The security system <laughs> is like Aelin's warehouse. It Her is super very, secret warehouse. Yes. Yeah, that stores ink. Yeah. yeah. It's it is like that. It's like the getaway cave, right? Yeah. That's not really secret. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, you're not wrong. That's not wrong. Okay. I embrace that. Okay. I mean, it's fine. But Ethan pops in and he's really down on I mean, he's a wolf. He wants a pack and a isolated and a, like a lone wolf. What's the word when you get shunned? Shunned. Shunned. <laughs> Shun the non-believers, Charlie. Um, wait, excommunicated. Yeah. Yes. So, and he's sad. He's really emo. Yeah. And Bryce is like, of course. And of course it, you can sleep in the bed with me. <laughs> so fast. 
It's like, so Bryce, why? Are, what? What? Because, I mean, it's almost why would like. you not sleep with Hunt? Why would you not? Bryce is almost like treating him like a kid brother a little mm-hmm. bit. And they were really close. Like, I think the first time I read through it, I really missed how close Ethan was. Like, besides Danica, Ethan was her closest that friend. was her second. Her second best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, it was obvious to me that he loved her. I, yeah, I, I mean, as it moved along, I picked up on that. But I saw some discourse about Ethan being more likely to be her mate than what the shit hunt. and i know no man he's the no, nice no, guy no, friend no. that she's not into what the shit <laughs> what the shit <laughs> that like replayed in my head and i was like oh that's funny yeah no yeah uh, no uh, no right. they have no chemistry this pod no. is not into e- yeah no i agree i don't i don't think so either we and reject it, we reject the Ethan Holstrom being no. Ethan's moving on, and he does the chaos thing where, and the Dorian thing where, he realizes she says no that she's not choosing him, and he moves the fuck on instead of mm-hmm. hanging around and becoming an annoying dude that can't be somebody's friend because they are not back into they're not into them as well. Yeah. So Ethan is such a good character, and he's how do we picture Sunball? Rugby. You think rugby? They score goals. To me, it's like Quidditch rub- rugby. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I feel like it's like it's not basketball because they're on a field. I feel like yeah. the balls are like maybe Quidditch balls in that they don't have gravity as much. Like I picture like them being able to shoot a ball and it goes across the field. Okay, you know, like, yeah, like maybe they're floaty balls. Well, a bunch of veneer are playing it, so it's gotta yeah. be. But but it's also something that when like Bryce can play them on the field, so it's. Obviously, something that doesn't have to be necessarily like it's not like football. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think we're going to get more of an explanation of that. But I'm just I picture it as rugby. I picture the players like rugby players. Yeah, with gigantic hammies and quads. Oh, <laughs> I like and a thick dicks. thigh. Yeah. Oh, thick. I like a thick thigh and a five inch inseam. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyways so ethan is ethan is a great addition to the team and it sucks for him his mate is going to be that lady in the pool anyway i think so too yeah why do you think he couldn't get her out of his head i think so too yeah no one else gave a rat's ass about her no well i mean they were concerned while they were there but then it was like Oh, well. Well, and because yeah. he can, sm- like, I think the way that he feels about wolves, I think it just, he automatically has better leadership qualities than Sabine. Yeah. Just like yes. giving a shit about random wolves. And who do you think, so just like really quick, do you have any theories on who you think she is? Sabine? No, the 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 girl. Well, don't we find she's, out she's another Fendier? She she's is, another but Fendier. is she as old as the Prime? Is she like the Prime sister? Is she like... And she just didn't age the same way? Well, or Sabine she... is the Prime's granddaughter or daughter? Daughter. Could be her sister then. Sabine's sister? But that doesn't but make sense. parents were so poor and... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, what that's if, just what she what if it's like? What if it's like the niece? What if? Okay. Hear me out. I'm waiting. The Prime has an affair with a... With a... With a... Another peasant. wolf? Peasant. 
wolf. Yeah, but he's mm. not he's not going to just like in his younger years, you know, he had a little crazy time. Peasant and it really upset the peasant's husband. So when she had that child, they that love child, they adiosed her. Yeah, like they did Lucian. Like she's a bastard. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Or Bryce. <laughs> that happened to Bryce. That did happen to Bryce. Yes. And Lucian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lucian and Bryce both have red hair. <laughs> <gasps> and they do. You're right. <laughs> they do. I'm I got one. You're seeing the patterns. I got one. I got one. <laughs> I, I got it. I'm on it. I see them all. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we get... um. Rachel, I'm going to let you go off on Therian because I know that. <laughs> Let's get a Rach. Let's get Rachel. You want the full Therian breakdown? I just think, I just yeah. love how much you love Therian. Well, he's a himbo and I love a himbo character. They're like, I'm a guy, I'm a good dude, but I don't need to be in charge. I just want to be included. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the scene where they tell him he stinks and he sniffs his armpit. He's like, well, I smell like fish. He like sniffs his armpit. Yeah, <laughs> which is really cute, and he's just trying to figure out how to stay up with his buddies because mm-hmm. he has this limitation where he has to be in the water once a day, and he's also kind of sort of indentured to the River Queen because he was young and dumb and had sex with her daughter, and so she won't let him go. But where he ends up just doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense at the end of the book. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is actually really interesting that choice for his character. Yeah. Um, You see it coming, and I think she does a reasonable job of showing us how unhappy he is in his current role as, like, the leader of the River Queen's FBI. He's but the end, the end just feels like... Like she's machine-gunning plot at you for the last 150 pages. Okay, it's like, I'm just confused as to why that that's... The, that's how they end. I, I know. No, yeah, I know. Which is a consistent complaint of mine. Sure, it because is. Because we're moving really pensively, which is fine. I don't mind a slow-paced book. And then we get to the end and it's like, oops, I still have three pages of outline I need to work through. <laughs> Just do it all right now. And it's like, okay, we're going to go see the Asteri. Okay, Therian's going to come with us. Therian's like, I think I need to deal with this thing that I haven't dealt with in 15 years right now. <laughs> Right fucking now. So he goes and breaks up with the River Queen's daughter right now. Like they're leaving tomorrow. And he could have just been like, I'll be back and I'll explain everything like later. And then just not come back. Or what? Like, Well, he thought he was going to die. Like, I I feel like they and he told them all, you know, if there's any unfinished business you have, you know, say goodbye to all your friends. I mean, they were really like wrapping up like they thought they were not coming back from this. So he could have left her like. Oopsies, my fiance died instead of being like, actually, I haven't loved you for 15 years. Yeah, I just want to make sure I tell you that before I die. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it if it was me. I'd have just run away. And then the River Queen comes for him like you can hear the thunder through the floor. And he's like, oh, shit. So he runs <laughs> off and he ends up like blood bonding. He takes a blood of the serpent queen. Yeah. He's it's like, it. I'll fight. I'll fight. I'll fight for you. And she's like, cool. Blood okay. oath. Suck my blood. <laughs> So yeah. we at least we know blood oaths work here. This is the way they do in um, Aelin's world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that was a, an interesting choice, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, um, I'm. Ex- it's really interesting to see if he makes it to water, or if we have a book of Therian no longer being Myrrh, hmm. not having access to water anymore. 
We'll I think it's out. also really interesting the differences in um, sh- they talk a little bit about the differences in shifters and um, like face shifters and the myrrh, but it, she makes it. This is such a funny, the funny trick that she uses. She when she's talking about it. It's like Declan and Flynn being like, yeah, but I don't remember that part from science class. Yeah. I don't remember that part from school. So she can just like skirt it off. Like, yeah, yeah there's some difference, but I'm not going to really figure out what it is. Yeah. But that there is a difference in the – I think they come from different worlds and, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so they're in and – so they're building a team, you know, this – that whole first part. I mean, it's so sweet when Rune is like – I mean, Rune and Bryce, come on. Rune and Bryce's relationship is, is so, so sweet. It is. It has grown so much. I mean, they're they're just they're finishing each other's sandwiches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they and, sure are. Yeah, and when he's, you know, they speak mind to mind more, and um, I think the part where Rune's like, "Ethan can come live with us." Oh my God. Because they don't want to be around um, Hunt and Bryce banging, which this book has um, more spice, but slow burn. Yeah, it's pretty slow burn. Yeah, you know we don't get that scene until like halfway through, right? It's the end of the second part. Yeah, yeah, the part where they're having uh, intimate relations in the bedroom and Ethan is yelling. He's like, "Please don't!" Yeah, because <laughs> <He's like, laughs> he can like, hear. I'm gonna fuck you till you can't can walk. And he's like, "That doesn't sound medically advisable." <laughs> like, that was actually really funny. It is really funny because he can hear everything. <laughs> yeah, and Ethan's always just like, "What? What? <laughs> oh my god!" The part where the cat. He just thinks there's a cat. Yeah, like, like, where was? That's really sweet. Where was Syrinx when the cat? Is just sitting in the living room. Syrinx was like in his crate, like Like hiding. Yeah. He wasn't really in this one. He wasn't in this one a lot. No. She asked Fury to take him with her. Yeah. Because Fury's like, I'm not fucking go to the estate. I'm going to go. I've got priorities and they're not yours. Sorry. Which she seems the smartest one of all. Fury? Yeah. 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 I mean, she definitely has a much broader scope. Of information than Bryce does and yes. refuses to let her friend in on it. What's going yeah. on? Well, she's much more mature. Because she's she, so much older. She's probably yeah. like 800 years old. She probably is. And I do, I really do think that the theory about her being from hell is legit. Mm-hmm. Like I think, you know, the, the clues point to the thing. All the clues. All the clues point to Fury being of hell. And so. Um, yeah, we don't have any Daemonaki. No. Only in the very beginning she has the. Um, calendar yeah with all the fine day monarchy <laughs> yeah i mean i really do think she's of hell and you know she's gonna end up being some kind of power player there's also i i did see someone else say that she could potentially be we have no idea who ophian command is so that could be jessica that could be like i almost think the autumn king is on ophian command um just because of how cruel some of the decision making is yeah it feels like a lot of credit to give the autumn king i well i'm just always looking for some sort of like she redemption loves a stealth good guy she does love a self good guy she loves uh this whole time you thought i was the bad guy i'm secretly the good guy yeah Which i keep waiting for like sabine to have some hidden no thing but she doesn't she just sucks i mean she has a little bit of redemption because she will sometimes she will get emotional over danica losing danica like at the end of the first one at the 
summit. Yeah, yeah. She was, you know, she does love her daughter. It's just her behavior is so. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, no one really got on my nerves in this one. Yeah, and the only person who is like evil, evil, who's our Jack fucking Barlow character, Mm -hmm. is Pollux. Yeah. He's like our evil, evil, evil and the harpy. Yeah. The Triari. Mm-hmm. Um, Baxian, such a great character. Love him. I love the addition of Baxian to this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you know, we meet him and he's immediately like softer and trying to hang out with Hunt and kind of following Hunt along. And he cut, keeps like showing up in weird places and Hunt's like, what the f- what are the you, fuck? Why are you here? When he saves them from Erd's temple. <laughs> when they're all stuck in Erd's temple. And then Baxian pops up and he's like, who goes? I found the door. And they're like, oh, okay. Woof. And so they run over and they go down. They are still, they're like in a tunnel filled with bones. There are people upstairs. It's literally just a door behind the throne. And he's like, hang on, can I give you a big revelation like right now? And they're like, yeah. sure, right here, right now. Through all things, love is possible. Look at this. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and he it, does the like romance reveal where he like rips his shirt open and, and it's, it's like Danica's handwriting. What? Right. But like, and is Bryce her is handwriting so do, upset about why? it right now? Right, right now. I mean, Rachel, right that was the best time in the book for it. Well, they could have just gone back to her because super secure apartment. What do you, they could have winnowed. I mean. Teleported. Teleported. What do you do when the stakes are really high, you but stop and talk escalate about it. them more <laughs> with more emotion? Sure. It's a romantic. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, no. I hear you. That's a good point. I had never thought about it, but that's a great point. He did. He, it wasn't, but there, but it was, Bryce put, Bryce put him in that position. She's like, "What? You need to tell me what you're doing." Following right this around, now. right yeah, this second, she did hold a yeah. gun to him. Yeah, yeah and she... Bryce has no patience. Mm-mm. Bryce is not one to think things through. As smart as she is, she is very impatient. And yeah, but we get a lot with I love him. How all of this was spurred on by Danica's undergraduate research project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, she read a she newspaper really article in undergraduate, and she was like, "Hold up, <laughs> no." Well, Danica, her whole life has noticed all of these different scents on people, mm-hmm. and that is when she finally had some autonomy. Right, because we, so we find out she's a blood. We find out she's a bloodhound, and we find yeah. out her dad is an evil dick, Mordock. Yeah, and um, you know. Yeah, she has autonomy for the first time, so she starts doing all this investigative work. And it really, I'm glad you brought that up because it really is hard on Bryce. I think one of Bryce's, I think one of the plot devices is that um, she realizes how much she doesn't know about Danica. And yeah. it's really painful for her. And that is what motivates Bryce to keep looking for Sophie, keep looking for Emil. You know? She wants like an answer to prove that she did have a real relationship with Danica. Yeah, yeah. she feels she a little really, bit betrayed because sure. of how much of her life she doesn't know. But to me, if you hit me with another revelation of something I did not know about Danica, I'm probably going to believe you immediately. Right. Because everything else that I thought I knew, I didn't. Yeah. And she's but just she's like, still like, no. Well, you lie. I think, but it computes why Danica didn't tell her. Yeah. Like it took Hunt so long to even consider Baxian like a normal guy. 
I mean, the scene where they play like FIFA together. Yeah. Is so cute. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah, they, he, she does a really good job building the relationships, which is, I think, why it hurt so much when we got to the end. And she was like, you know, those characters I've made you fall in love with for the last 1,200 pages? I'm going to make them do something completely out of character. Yeah. Which I'm still thinking about that. I don't know if it's out of character. I think it is. I think it is because we have Hunt this whole time like, I don't know if we should be part of the Rebels. Like, I've done this before. I know what happens when you fail. This is horrible. And then Bryce is like, cool, you want to go to the Asteri's house? And he's like, like, okay, I guess. I'm off this weekend. Well, I think he also recognizes by that point because of Bryce's fight and because of Bryce taking the agent, like having the agency to go deal with the Viper Queen that like Bryce is going to do what Bryce wants Mm -hmm. no matter what. Just like Aelin and Rowan. Just like yep. that. Maybe that's why, because she starts to feel like Aelin towards the end. Like yeah. when we go to the, like, Yurtis or whatever it is, that island, and there's the mech suit, and she's like, Hunt, blow it up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's some Aelin bullshit. Like, <laughs> Hunt, blow it up. Hunt, well, blow it up. It is, a, it is a character thinking they know better than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Does. Yeah. Some. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Yep. And then not listening to Hunt, who is the one who knows the most about, he's 200 years old, he's been a general. It was like when Aelin was like, I know how to run an army, and I know how to do this battle, and she's standing next to like six generals who are all like, yeah, you do it. <laughs> Whatever you think. Whatever you think is best. <laughs> Little girl. Yeah, okay. I give you that. But also, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, yes, she is going to do what she's going to do anyway, but she she get, puts everybody in danger. Like, her decision to do that ends up putting everybody in danger. Yeah. I mean, it. you do definitely – it is a really risky, really dangerous thing to go. And why and, the urgency? Yeah. Because we got to get to Prithian. Right. Because yeah. that's how the book's going to end. That's what it felt like was like, and I got to get through I this. I agree to to... that it definitely was – Probably not the most, it didn't feel the most organic way to get her there because of the choice and the risk that they had to take. I'm trying to think about, like, everything going up to, like, the third part, uh, which is called The Pit, right? Mm-hmm. So her actually getting to Prithian is called The Pit. And that third part is jam-fucking-packed. I mean, it starts pretty early on. And, you know, we the ball is in the that part, um, hypaxia doesn't show up to that part, you know, and so, but there's that, all of the stuff happening, like, right before they leave is kind of blurry. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. where you kind of leave a little bit. Right. Because you know? it feels very it's a lot. flip, 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 because she had to get through her outline to get us to where she wanted to go. Yeah. And so it, it does, it, there doesn't, what she didn't do well enough was explain why we had to urgently go to the Asteri. You know, like we didn't have enough plot device to to get us to make that danger feel pressing. Really, yeah. like the only thing we have is is days, I mean, um, yeah, days information about, you know, whatever whatever she feeds Rune, you know, saying, oh, this is going to happen. This is, gonna, this is about to go down. 
Yeah. You know, as far as like war in the city. Yeah. So I guess it you is can get pressing. some urgency it is, from that. It is pressing. We do know that the Asteri are making a big move. We know that something is about to. We don't have forever. There is a war brewing. And maybe she didn't do a great enough job of explaining, like, they are on the precipice yeah. of being attacked. So, like, really, like, taken down. Yeah. The 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 shenanigans that are happening in Lanathian, like, are getting out of hand. You know, the Asteri are starting to. I mean, they're so, like, as we learn from Rigelis' monologue, and she caught. She call, she names that shit. She's like, I got monologued at last year. Yeah. Okay. And he goes, that's fine. I'm going to keep going. Here's my Google Sheets. Yeah. I used Canva to make this. Yes. Of course she was you like, used what Canva. Is I used Canva. What is Canva? I used it to make my presentation. Yeah. Please let me unload. Like, here is everything we've ever done as the story. Let me tell you all the names that were called in all the different worlds. Um, yeah. And um, I thought I lost it. Someone else talk. I lost what I thought. Monologued out. Yeah. Mm. But we were just talking about how, why Yeah, now. the pressingness. Yeah. And I, maybe yeah. that's what it is. I, I mean, they are on the like the precipice of war. And yeah. so there yeah. is some urgency there. Like, we know that Ophian has factioned a little bit. We get, you know, because we've got Pippa, who is who runs the Lightfall, and they are not the good guys. No. 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 They're the worst good guys ever. They're not good guys. Mm-mm. And so what we're really seeing is another faction of rebels, like, s- popping up. And we see people who are kind of, like, prone for leadership. Yeah. Um. So, like, Vania rebel- rebels versus, yeah. She's giving President Coin vibes from District 13. Hunger Games. Yeah. Rebels turned... You know, when a rebel okay, gets is, too is, much power. Oh, right. Okay. And then Sorry, they're not fighting for the right thing anymore. I see now. I it's see okay. now. <laughs> I see now. <laughs> I see now. It all becomes so clear. Well, because my boobs, I'm, I'm just trying to no, move. Fine. Because okay. my, I'm squished. It's not the touching. It's that you talk while you're touching it. La, so la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Exactly. Know, the Emil like plotline is too long. That's too long. Wait, the Emil plotline is too long. Wait, I thought you said that. Cause I she should you- have foreshortened the. We're looking for a meal. 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 We're looking for a meal, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, here's my glass octopus sub." Oh, by the way, we got so wait. First body. of all, let's put some. Let's stand on business right there for a minute, okay. though, because like. Let's talk about that because that's one of the greatest parts. That's it feels like it feels like a no, sci-fi show. No, it's not the wrap up of. Oh yeah, the. We'll come back to how okay. much I love and want to actually just be in the House of Many Waters yeah, and the yeah, rest yeah. of it can I'm I'm checked out of the rest of it by that point. But we find they're like, Oh, Sophie, yeah, we got her body in the morgue and they're like, Cool. So they go check her out and then that I think is it before that or after that? But Bryce is like, I kinda know where Emil is. I kinda found him like well, and a month ago. after that, I think. Well uh, wait, what? Because she just, she's like, oh, yeah, I got something to go get at the meat market. And she takes Hunt yeah, and, and picks up a meal and then ships him off with Fury. And that's the immediate end of that plot line. And that's been our plot line for three quarters of the book. Like, yeah, that's Therian's entire reason for existing. Yeah. Is to find this kid. 
because they think he's powerful and the yeah. River Queen wants him. Is this the book where he's picking up trash? Yes, he has to pick up trash to, and people are throwing beer bottles at him and he's like, fucking humans. Ethereum? <laughs> yeah. He has to pick up trash? He's like yeah. picking up trash under the water. Like, he's in it's trouble? his punishment for asking the daughter he's on a so date funny. or something. Yeah. He's so funny. He's like, so, this to, sucks. to ask he's him like, to go on a, a couple's date, he gets in trouble. Yeah. So have y'all read the extra Therian chapter? No. So there's an extra chapter. Go read it. Okay. Um, where Therian talks. It's just about Therian and how much he loves Bryce's apartment. <laughs> and how <laughs> and how he ha- I think he has an apartment in the city. And like he's just like such a city guy. He is. And he yeah. has he likes computers and TV. And then he has to like go underwater where he, he talks about how he doesn't like his parents' food. He doesn't want to eat squishy seafood. Everything's soggy. <laughs> Everything's soggy, yeah. But the the Therian chapter is really good. And I think Aww. Therian is going to end up being, like, I'm really excited to see what, what happens and how she uses him in the third book. Um, should, should we even talk about Celestina? We should definitely talk about Celestina. Like, isn't we she a time. big deal? She's a big deal. She's the archangel that replaces Micah. I can't decide yeah, if she's a big deal. But she's the millennial not. manager. She is a millennial manager. She is. She absolutely is. She's like, oh, you want to take all those sick days? Take all those sick days. Oh, fine. you don't want to live here? You don't have to live here. Let's have weird. some You guys open are a really good established team. You can just go. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. You know, I just I just want you to know that you're safe here and you can tell me safe anything. Space. <laughs> safe space. Yeah, this is a safe space. Um <laughs> Yeah, Celestina, I I think I said this on last, the last pod, but I'm going to say it again. The way that her storyline ends up where Rigelis says, oh, you, think, she, you think she's your friend? She told us immediately after you left, which I kind of, which kind of makes sense as to how the um, Lydia, um, when she's, when Daybright is talking tonight, when she's talking to Rune and she's like, oh my God, they know I got to go. Yeah. She's like, they know. It makes sense because they would have heard that from her. But I, there's a part of me that really wants Celestina and Hypaxia to get married and run the world yeah. when everybody else falls. I just always And thought, run the democracy. I yeah. never for one second believed, and I'm going back to my first read. Like when I first read this book, I never for one second did not think Celestina was on the side of the Asteri. I never thought she was really a good guy. I I was so wait. You thought she was a bad guy? Yeah. Oh, the you entire did. time. Oh, you did. Okay. The so the only you... time that I ever wavered and thought well, maybe she really is good was when you find out about her in Hypaxia. Like, oh, maybe. Okay. She... So you you were pick you picked up that she was your energy. I was you thought she was a bad guy. Suspicious of her. Okay. So I, I, my first read through, I thought she was like, yeah, millennial manager, sweetheart. Like when she said she was, I don't think she was Shahar's friend. I think she was Shahar's lover. Mm. I think she was one of Shahar's lovers. And I think that they were, they were tight like that. That makes sense. And that is why she tried to save Hunt. Because when Shahar died, she didn't just lose a friend. She lost someone that she loved. Yeah. And, um. Like, from what we know about Shahar, Shahar was, you know, one of those people who the purpose was all that drove her. Mm -hmm. So she, while she loved Hunt, she didn't, 
wasn't in love with Hunt. Yeah. Right. She didn't have time to honor and revere Hunt's love. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we there learned. There were no date nights. There were no date nights. And we mm-hmm. learned that through, like, offhanded comments that mm-hmm. Hunt makes about how Bryce loves him. Um, yeah. But I, lo- I love Celestina. I was so, like, when you, these subtle moments when she's with Ephraim and we know that she's just, like, a, a facade. Yeah. You know, she's, I mean, I guess she's, she even says it, I guess, you know, being a governor isn't that different than being a slave. A slave. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, maybe she is bad. I hate that. That's going to be hard on, that's going to be a whole thing for her and Hypaxia to deal with then. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we'll see. Especially since Rune's in love with the hind. Oh, like he's in love with Day. I. I th- he's in love with Day. So I he's re- in love with Day. I reread that part. Specifically, I re-listened to the last two hours of the book, the 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 ending, because I wanted to to really really zone in on what Rune says and doesn't say in that whole time. And for the first, he doesn't say anything for a minute. Like when she comes running in there and kills the harpy, um, he does not say anything. We don't get a response from him. He doesn't say anything. I mean, like, he is processing it. He is trying to think. He's, like, in shock. He's in shock. And then he shuts her out. And there's a part of me that thinks that Rune knows. He he is, like, the entitled prince that was handed a job as an ox guy. And, yeah, he's trained. But he also hasn't been uh, a secret agent long enough to do it well. So there's a part of me that thinks he's also locking her out because he can't he has to hate and has to um keep up this guise of hate towards her to protect her. Well, I hope that's what it is. I can I, I hope can that's see what that. shakes out in the next I, I mean, he does say like he is struggling with the fact that the face of the hind that he knows he's always hated this woman. He has strong feelings about this person. And this person he's loved, I even think they might be fated mates because of their connection. Yeah. Um, or mates and whatever that exists on there. Mm-hmm. But I really do think that there's a part of him that knows that he is not prepared or trained to keep her safe in the way that she's able to keep them all safe. Like her ability to ice it out. I mean, you have to learn that. And mm-hmm. Rune is a... Like, he's not really... No. He is not a... I mean, I feel like he kind of wears his feelings on his sleeves. For sure. Yeah. On his... On, well, he doesn't really wear sleeves. On his, <laughs> on his guns. <laughs> on his guns, yeah. He wears his emotions on his tattoos. So I was really trying to pay attention to that to see if she could, like, somewhat give this... I do think he's really upset that it's her. Sure. A little bit. I mean, bit. that's very traumatizing. But the the whole perspective through that whole scene is really from Hunt and Bryce mm-hmm. and Rune just standing there kind of taking it in. Yeah. So we um, don't really know what is going on inside. I mean, he does head. say he does he does make a comment that isn't kind about her. He is he is but like that whole last part is I love her so much. I will mur- I will destroy Pollux, but I am so angry. And I also am mad at her. And so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, 
but yeah, I do think that, yeah, I think it was hard. But I, I see where you're coming from. I've been thinking about that a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> Too much, actually. Yeah, I said, because I don't think we said it on a pod, that I was not happy with the way Rune and Hind, like, how that all resolved. Because as soon as he finds out it's her, he's like, gross. I'm angry. And there's no, wow, I can't even imagine how difficult it must be for her to have to live this dual life because I see how soft she wants to be and then I see how hard she has to be and there's no immediate recognition of like shit what she what must she go through every single day it's just like oh she's the hind ugh and it bothered me and I really hope I hope it turns out the way you're saying that it's like a, I'm protecting like we her we just haven't had time to really delve into yeah, but because he shuts her out, and he's trying to talk to her like mind to mind, and he's like, "No." And I, I, I hope that it ends up being that he is also somewhat intuitive and aware of his inability to to be that double agent in the same way that she can. Yeah, because he sucks at it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does suck at it, and he's really new at it. Right. She's also a lot older than he is. I think. No, actually, maybe not. Maybe no, I not. think they're about the same age. Eighty. She's like they're 50 about eighty years older 80 than. Years old. Um, hypaxia. Yeah. Okay. That that computes. So yeah, I'm just I'm hoping, but I was listening to it, trying to like n- not for that to be the thing. But yeah, it is disappointing. I think that Hunt almost embraced it faster than Rune did, but Rune's not in love with a part of her. I mean, you know, Hunt's not in love with a part of mm-hmm. yeah Day Bright in um him so we'll see we'll see i'm i'm really excited to see more of them i think that's i think that the flame in the shadow is actually in reference to them yeah i think it's her flame and his shadows and i think that's why the, the this book is going to be called that Ooh. and i think they're going to be like a well that'd be nice i think so yeah i don't know it just felt like instead all of, of the characters... like the flame being aelin and the shadow being resand <laughs> It just felt like all the characters at the very end were all suddenly acting very immaturely, where we spent an entire wonderful book where they all acted very maturely. Like Bryce at the end of Crescent City, the first one, Earth and Blood, is a very mature character, a very like intelligent, brave character. And then all of a sudden, it's like, let's act impulsively. Let's make immature decisions. Let's not communicate with each other. She kind of does that at the beginning of Earth and Blood when she's like stringing Hunt along, but it's not a I'm hiding vital clues from you. It's like a you didn't ask and you thought I was an idiot. So whatever. Instead of like, well, I didn't trust you or she doesn't really feel like she has good reasons. It just made me feel like, I don't know, maybe I was having Aelin flashbacks and I was just like, I can't wait. I, I, I do think that you're on to something. I do think that. I think in Sarah's head when she's writing, that's a perfectly reasonable way to be. Well, every once in a while, she does take over the reins. I and know. she absolutely does when she gets them to the hysteria. Once they're there, they all go kind of back to acting the way they normally would. But to get them there, it's like, I'm going to drive for a second. Well, mm-hmm. And I also think that there is something that happens when you are having, you know, when you you like to think... A certain way, but when you are put into a situation where everyone you know and love might die, um, people act up. <laughs> and I think that happens with her characters a lot. 
Yeah. I think when the stakes are really, really high, sometimes it is harder to make those sound long, like the choices that are the most, the least risky. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, I could kind of see that. I, I can kind of see where that's coming from. I mean, because at the end, Rune, Hunt, and Bryce are all like, they're on edge. And we just had Technicolor dream sex. Yeah. She gives that up. Like, so good we teleport at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oopsie. And the magical octopus. Yeah, sub. that was such a, so weird. It's such a weird way for, <laughs> so they've, you know, we get, it's so funny. We get for, forced proximity and kind of slow burn. Yeah. Because they don't have sex. She decides they're going to wait till Ferris' birthday. The winter solstice. Yeah. Yes. Then she's like, nah. Can't do it. Which I applaud you, Bryce. Thank you. Bryce is an overtly sexual person. And I love that her female characters love sex without any kind of shame. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because a lot of women are like that. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) they're in the room. Are they in the room with us? They are. The call is coming from inside the house. The call is in this room. Yeah. And. I, I absolutely love that. And that scene is super hot. I mean, like, that connection, she does that really well. Mm-hmm. I know that she was like, I'm going to be a fantasy writer, and I'm going to write the fantasies that I want to read, and they are going to fucking bang in my books. <laughs> yeah. And she is doing that. Mm-hmm. And this is a Bloomsbury book. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't let her put the threesome in it, but they had the dream sequence in Silver Flames. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did know yeah. That. So I just it was a great scene. It it really worked for them. Um, she she calmed Hunt down. He was losing his mind because of the hind. And he gets the wreath around his head. His like electricity wreaths his head. Yeah, yeah, like a crown. Yeah. I just thought that like entire a like a Lord of Thunder. that entire sequence where he just. <sighs> Yeah, he's like losing his mind. Everyone's like acting normally, but like he's like doing a side glance. Is your boyfriend? He's leaving a trail of electricity wherever he walks, and she's like, "So here's the gift shop." Because he's in (laughs) every. And they are so. It's so like Seagate. What what was that movie? Sequest. Sweet Sequest. Yeah. So like Sequest. Yeah. I just bought that on DVD. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. What was his name? Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan, um, I can't remember. Jonathan, date John, Brandon, Jonathan. Anyways, there was a heartthrob boy that was in all the teen yeah, magazines. He died. What? Yeah, he was in there. He was like the one who could communicate with the dolphin. Brad <laughs> Renfro? No, I'm not to look it up now. Jonathan, I think Brandon. Brandon, Jonathan, just keep shouting. <laughs> just names. keep shouting just say, those two just, names. Just, just, just over say the and over. same names. Keep saying it. It might sound right eventually. Brandon, <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan, Brandon. Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Brandis. You. you were you. so close. You were 99% on. I told you. It's <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> you're gonna have to cut out a lot of this like, wheezing. 
No, I never do. <laughs> I knew it was right. You were you were so close. So, you were so close. So close. So close. <laughs> Brad Renfro. Yeah, he died of um, autoerotic asphyxiation. <gasps> Damn, that sucks for him. Oh. Yeah, he hung himself on accident. Damn. Damn, that really sucks. I know. Anyway, Sequest DSV. Yeah, so... Here's the gift shop. So it, it's so, like... I, it's can so, we do something about this situation? Like, and she's like, yeah, can I have the entire garden? And they're like, it's all yours. It's like a forest. Yeah. yeah. It has pine trees, conifers. Yeah. Conifers. Yeah, it like... It's such, it's such so a cool. romantic way. You know there's CCTV in there, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, they were on camera. <laughs> yes. Like, that is a release the tape <laughs> yes but that is also not that's a criminal offense so don't do that yeah is not, it without their permit yeah yeah without permission know. that's like non-consent no, those people are crazy yeah yeah okay so, so this one thing i think we kind of missed they hacked the, bryce's phone and released all the stuff on her phone yeah, yeah. And that was yeah yeah idiots mean 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 boys um, one thing that I do want to kind of like emphasize, and I don't think this is the right part to do it, but I'm going to do it anyways, is that I think that Sarah J. Mass is trolling us. I've told Rachel this. Every time, let me read you these three lines okay. when she's talking about Thur, obviously Thor. Um, Bryce moaned softly as Hunt surveyed her, the light glowing through his wings, making him look like an avenging angel lit with inner fire. Then says, only lightning filled them in a avenging God. And then she had seen this before, carved in stone in the lobby of the CCB. A fail male. A fail male <laughs> posed like an avenging God. Hammer raised to the sky, a channel for his power. Like, she's trolling us. She's trying to say Avengers because he's like Thor. Yeah. Like Thur. Thor. Yeah. Midgard. I think she saw in game and was like, I can do that. You yeah. don't know what that means. And as we find out from the secret papers hidden in the in the in, thing in the oh coffee my gosh. table. Yo, Ethan Ethan playing <laughs> He's like Yeah <laughs> Yeah, Ethan playing Conan the Barbarian with, with the, sword the sword is so hilarious. Scene in the entire yeah, book Bryce, Ethan is so embarrassed, and Bryce is so kind. She's like, "You look good. You look good." But what is this? <laughs> yeah, actually, I think we find those out from the emails because it's like Banshees fan fifty six yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's been emailing with Sophie about Dusk's Truth and Project There? Right. And we kind of figure out Dusk's Truth, but I don't think we cover Project Thur. So Project Thur was in reference to the last time somebody got as close as Bryce did to the truth about the Asteri. Mm. So, and this is a great time. I think it's, well, forget going through the, the parts, but I, in the in part two, when they go to the bone quarter, because I think that's a meal might be over God. in the bone quarter. Which it, it does feel and like she a stretch. Uses just I mean, his last two. I, yeah. I will. I will say I don't think that she's as strong as making like the plot like linear and feel smooth and clean in this one. Yeah, it does feel a little bit stretchy. Yeah, which is okay because you know that's not. It's fine. It's still a good. It's still a great book. Yeah, I personally do think the first book is better. 
when it comes to just if we had to rank them, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's not better. So we go to the bone quarter. What? I said it's not better. Of this book? Smacking your Oh sure. I'm sorry. It's okay. Does it hurt your ears? No. No, go. Go. Bone quarter. Bone, bone quarter. Bone quarter. And, and we meet the like. Lion. We meet the like. <laughs> yeah. The under king. The under king. And so we get. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. Yeah. So we go and we all of a sudden. Here's my dog. <laughs> yeah. Here's my dog, eh? It's not Cerberus. I'm just going to name it not Cerberus. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> oh, is, it has three heads? It's Fine. Cerberus. It's not Cerberus. It is Cerberus. Yeah. So it's fluffy. Fluff. <laughs> Same dog. Yeah. Same, Same dog. dog. Same dog. Um, so they they figure out this is when I realized like this little part here, I was like, oh. I the first time through I was like, oh, they eat them. They use their power for yeah. they eat them. I think I figured that out actually way earlier. It just is what makes sense for a big, big bad to do. Yeah. You know, like the tithe, they take they tax their power. Mm-hmm. Um but, so he's like, I, I can't picture what he looks like. What does he look like to you guys? The Under like King. the Grim Reaper. Like the Ghost of Christmas Future like the from Grim- the Muppet Christmas Wait. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, what? The gro- Ghost of Christmas Future from the Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like how a Dementor should look. Oh, yeah. Like, so from like Scrooge. So with the skeleton hands and the big reaper, but yeah. like reaper from like Friends with Monsters. That's what I was gonna say at first, but it's actually one hundred percent from Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, okay, so not sexy. No, Under King's not sexy. No. no. Okay. <laughs> you seem disappointed. No, I'm not. Under King's not sexy. <sighs> okay, it's like a, a wraith. Yes. Yeah, it's a like a ring ray, but he's like really eye. big. He's like a really big puppet. Yeah, like okay, it's like eight or nine feet tall. And but does he have really a face? Arms. No, no face. No okay. face. No face. Okay. So when she when they get there, which I just it just it's a stretch. It's like why the fuck are you going there again? Yeah. Why? And it's yeah. like I get from like the city is cut it's into so all these she can get the reveal. Yeah, and it's and specifically it's for the a, second light reveal. The, not only that, but they ha- we do have that moment where they realize that they are, like, their powers work together. She takes the star, the star sword, you know, and yeah. lights already, it up. And they're, and the they're, they're, they're conduits and siphons, and that when they work together, like, they're way more powerful together than apart. Yeah. Um, because we already fought the Reapers when they're like, she's talking to Rune, and she's like, Rune, and she looks over and they're like, he's the gone. Ma- the manhole <laughs> cover, like, yeah, no, yes, that part. I had to read that part like three times. I'm like, she literally, she literally turns her head and back, and they are gone. And then she jumps down in there, and they're just standing there with Rune, and they're like, we're going to throw him in the poop water. Oh, like, and y'all know how I feel about a sewer scene. I'm just like, it's so unnecessary. And she's what? like, we the poop water. Yeah, it's so unnecessary. Not the but, poop water. But then the star sword, it's cool that, the, you know, the star sword, which we get. She finally wields it. So in, yeah, she wields the star sword. She finally connects with the star sword. Yeah. But... In, I think I have it written down here. In Silver Flames, we get a lot of the lore behind Gwydion and Fion. 
Fian, which who was the High King. Yeah. Um, and they said that the Star Sword was dipped in the cauldron by a priestess named Elena. So the Star Sword is a cauldron made sword. Yeah. And it can kill what is unkillable. Do you know what other sword can do that? What other sword killed something it shouldn't have been able to kill? The Inner Sword piece. of Gryffindor. Okay. Um, <laughs> In this book series. Okay. Yeah. Um, go ahead. <laughs> it's on your shirt. Yeah, you were yeah. right. Ataraxia. So any cauldron-made weapon can kill something that is unkillable. So I thought that was a really cool connection. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do learn in this book that the Star Sword and Gwydion, we we get confer- confirmation that Gwydion and the Star Sword are the same, which is makes which <laughs> makes so much sense is why they talk so much about it in Silver Flames. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're reading that and you're like, oh, this is great history lesson. Thanks. Um, yeah, thanks, Sarah. See so you setting up the rest of the world. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I like the level me up. Level me level up. Level me up. Level huh? me up. Like, Shoot me. And then the whole time they're in the. Whatever, the thorn quarter. She's like, why is he not flying us out? Why is he not flying us out? And then eventually he's too tired because he like sucks all the power from the gate. Yeah. But we well, never find out why he fly him we out. Don't, he maybe they can't fly in there. I don't there. think they don't can. answer it. Yeah, they don't maybe, answer it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why would you be able to fly out if you have to take the boat across? And what's amazing, though, is that. Therian, I just always imagine Therian with his like jet ski and like yeah. some eighties Barbies <laughs> outfit, like Baywatch type outfit, like a you know? mullet, like a yes, like a, yeah. like one of those mullets. Did a you know they had? Uh, he's, he has red hair. Well, I think it's strawberry. Yeah, strawberry blonde <laughs> and like mm. the the Viper glasses. Yes, yeah. you know, yes. <laughs> like those really like the NASCAR kind of really aesthetic. really good looking. Yeah, yeah. he's really yes. really good looking. Merman pop. Merman. <laughs> it's a merman pop. We see you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. We know exactly you, yeah. where you got Zoolander your inspiration. In in game. Um <laughs> Yeah. But then I feel like everything the balls are really could sit. Let's just take a minute and talk about Rune and Day. I love this love story. I love it. And then really it's you know how you asked me the other day what my favorite part of this book is? Mm-hmm. It's it's them. It is. It's the whole mm. mind talking. It's all of that. I love it. I'm not going to lie. This is another time where when she introduced some side characters and their love story, I like them more than the, the main characters. This is like a Lorcan and this a Lee Bryce's, situation. This isn't the same Bryce that was in Earth and Blood. You don't think so? No. She is for the first little bit, but then... Pretty much as soon as she makes the decision to call her dad and call in the favor, or she calls in the favor to get um, Juniper on. Yeah, the, she uses, like, she kind of goes like entitled princess. As soon as she cashes in that chip, it's all, she's just sort of, it's like a, she's Aelin from then on out. And it's really, she's not the same like careful, thoughtful, empathetic character mm-hmm. that she is in the first book. Yeah. As soon as she steps into like a, intentional kind of like leading like she has to lead the way yeah and not knowing that hunt would be fine knowing that emil was powerless thinking that the only reason hunt would keep looking for him is if he thought he had power she knows who hunt is yeah 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 that doesn't make any sense 
And so I think I think day and night are a better story because they're getting to know each other. And so we're getting to know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just we, we it's, don't meet Rune. I mean, we meet Rune in the first book. But we don't get to know Rune in the first book. And we definitely get to know him. I, I'm not going to lie. That's my favorite. That's one of the best parts about this book, too. Yeah. It's a great storyline. And it's just like in Manon and Dorian. Or Elite and Lorcan. And set the yeah. scene. Or Nezrin in Zartek. darkness. You know? Right? It's darkness and, and we, it's a little <clears throat> couch. It's a little fainting couch. And, it's a little... and, and it's, it's Resand and Aelin. It's like reminiscent of these two other characters and her stories that we have like loved. Yeah. You know, like that's not, it's not new to be engulfed in flame. Mm-mm. No. It is not new to be in shadows and look like night. Mm-hmm. So we're all, we're, we're, for people who like Aelin, um, you're being, <laughs> you're being pulled back to these other, like her two main characters. Yeah. Because while it, Akotar is about Feyre, to me, it's Reese's story. Yeah. Like, re- come on, Reese. Yeah. Like, Reese is our, you it know? It is all about Reese and... Reese. Reese yeah. is our high king. Mm-hmm. Reese is the... Reese is the thing. Like, he is the he is the character in every book. Yeah. Well, actually, Farah is too. Farah and Reese-and are. They're as a couple, but... I don't know. I just think that Re- Reese-and is... To me, he is, like, the leader of the universe. He's in charge. He's, He's in the charge. most mature character and the most consistent character. Yes, that she has. And Sarah and likes the most him the cunning most. High Lord. <laughs> he yeah. is, and the se- I mean, he has sexy ass thighs too. Yeah, um, <laughs> thick, thick <laughs> thighs. Yes, yeah. But Sarah loves him the most too. Like Resand is her baby. Yeah, yeah. I think it's her husband. I think so too. I think that that's probably very like, much so. His, her husband looks like Resand, little. Mm, sure. Okay. Like if you go like this, if you <laughs> squint a little, can we talk if you about don't have the your astronomer? Oh yeah, that's please what do. I want to talk the about. Creepy from son your of a house. Bitch. From your house. <laughs> from fresh. Is it flame and shadow? Flame and shadow. Yeah, yeah he's. Oh, I was creepy. Like, what? And your I was house? like, okay, yeah, no, my my yes, yes, yes. city house. Yeah, yeah. my he's cousin's super creepy. Creepy. I mean, city house. I didn't really get what was happening in the scene when the like floor falls down. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, you know what it was from? Minority it, Report. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. It was what sci-fi. It felt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So many elements of this, including having three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many of this are like are, are like sci-fi. I love. Yeah. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I see you, girl. And that's fine. I love how it's yeah. a male, a female, and a both. And a androgynous one yeah. in the middle. I didn't realize, I didn't pick it that up. It says awesome. one's female, one's male, and one is both. That's amazing. I know. Yeah. I wish I... That's in that section of the book where I'm always not... Because I it's can right tell smack it, in the middle when like a bunch of different there's things some, are there's like some going lulling, on. There's some lulling. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I see it. There's some <laughs> lulliness. It lulls a little bit. Yeah. And because I listen to this one so much, mm-hmm. if if it's not like, like I have to intentionally sit down and listen to every yeah. word. Yeah. Um. But yeah. That's a really cool scene though. I've gone back and listened to it a couple times. The yeah. blood soul is crazy. I think it is really like, Analogous, yes. Ooh, similar to. Is that yeah? Is analogous. it analogous? Or analogous, analogous. The hard G, Duh. yeah. Of the way that this world treats 
creatures, beings, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've got this guy. A commodity. A commodity. He buys them. He leaves them in a saltwater pool, like 11, you know, from Stranger Things. Yes. And they just exist in another world, which sounds like a fucking great idea, by the way. It's like they're like inceptioned all the time. Except they have to go to hell. Oh, yeah. Except for they have Except to bebop that. around the universe. Yeah. But we get like this clear sign that they can they can literally via magic go around the universe, which I think is really neat. And you don't yeah. have to really explain it. It just it's fine. It works. It's Astral fine. projecting. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they yeah. are. And then he's got the fire sprite rings. Oh well like on the is it like a bracelet or like it's a rings. Like on your fingers? Yeah. So like he has a finger with like a bulb and then there's yeah. a sprite. Compressed inside yeah. of it. Yeah, and I'm like imagining so they, their tiny little hands pressed against so it. So do they, are they like squished? Yeah. <gasps> that's, that's, that's evil. I know, that's yeah. why Ethan goes back and he's like, mm, yoink. <laughs> he takes them. The dragon is like them. squished yeah. into a, yeah. yes. it has to be like magic in sure. there. Sure. Yeah. But still, it's like the genie. In a, a in lamp. In a lamp. Okay. So maybe they get smaller. And maybe they become Flynn's like. Chorus like his oh my gosh backup singers are you ta- like backup that, singers. if you want to talk about the best part of the book I love it <laughs> and like I love, I love that part where she's like the last thing he needed you know was like a fan group and he's like hey remember that time when you used to write um Bryce uh loves yeah. uh Flint you know. Uh, hey, yeah. remember that time when you like tried to sleep with me every single weekend and I had better things to do? <laughs> but I had standards, is yeah. what she says. But I had standards and so I wouldn't sleep with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Bryce says that to Flynn? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. He's like, remember like when you used to write like, Lady Bryce on all of your stuff? Hey, remember that time when you were obsessed with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's Flynn's last name? Emmett? Hawthorne. I think it's Hawthorne. Hawthorne. She wrote like Mid- Lady Hawthorne. Lady Bryce yes. Hawthorne. Yeah. On all her notebooks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, another thing we should kind of mention is the fact that the princes of hell, so many princes of hell show up in this book. Oh, I know. And they summon Bryce. They summon Hunt specifically, like they bring him in a dream. In a dream. Um, Apollyon does. Yeah. And then they have that conversation where they're like, why are you not learning to use your power? Like, you need to fucking learn to use your power. Like, he's like, why are you, uh, he, he, he says, why are you, why haven't you used your trap, your powers to get out of this trap? Yeah. Like you, I think that we're going to see the the crown that the Asteri puts on his head, not a witch, Mm-mm. which is so much like a Valg collar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Hunt's going to break it himself this time. Yeah. I think he's going to figure out that he has the power to do it himself. Right. Get chills. Yeah. And I am super not convinced that Apollyon isn't his father. Um. I think there's been a lot of speculation that he is a prince of hell, mm-hmm. um, but also a prince Thurs or like a Thor-like creatures. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But Apollyon is very like chuckly with him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, you're arrogant asshole. And then he's like, you're also kind of funny. <laughs> I think you're pretty funny too, the, son. <laughs> the most interesting part of this is that everybody knows about this conversation and he never explicitly tells anybody. So he must tell everyone off page. They do. They all communicate really effectively with each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's a but nice... usually we get a line that's like, and then Hunt told her. No, I think that we need to just, like just with the inner court and Aelin's court, like they... Tell each other stuff because they have to. It's it's as actually as long as you're not Aelin. Yes. 
Yeah. Right. And you pick and choose. Right. Well, I wrote a letter six months ago. Yeah. Um, so, but it's, <laughs> I love the way that their friendships all, let me say this about Rune. Rune, you tell me, you're telling my boyfriends. I mean, my, yeah. my best friends. Like him, Declan, and Emmett. Flynn. Flynn. Declan, Emmett, Flynn, Hawthorne. Yes. Yeah. Flynn and Declan. Mm-hmm. Their friendship is so strong, just like Resand, Cassian, and Azrael. There's yeah. three of them. Yeah. Rune can't even keep a secret when he's in a meeting with a top secret agent with the resistance. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he was like, hey, the stakes of this are really serious. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. So I was hanging out with my bros in Lunathian the yeah, other day. Yeah, like I don't hide any. He's never hid anything <laughs> from he, them. She, she's They're, like, okay, so you live in Lunathian? He's like, shit. I mean, when I, I mean, when I was doing the... Dang it. And then, yeah. she, then he's like, oh, no, I've led the ox for a long time. Like, I know how to do this. And she's like, okay, so you live in Lunathian and you're the head of the ox? And he's like, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's. that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I think at the end of the book, he is like, yeah, I definitely touch it a lot. Um, at the end of the book, he is. There's a part He's of him like, that knows. I'm cutting, he, I'm cutting this off. I'm cutting this off because yeah. I'm not going to be able to keep us alive. I we already smell like each other. Yeah. I also think that she is her witch power. Like she, when the part where Rune and Ethan are just casually playing poker at a bar, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. I just so sweet how quickly they take in Ethan. Yes. Yeah. Because they know how to be good friends. Mm-hmm. And so Rune has, like, a really high standard for friendship. And I really appreciate that about her stories is that friendship is, like, revered. Yeah. Um, When Lydia or the Hind and the Harpy show up and the Hind can read Ethan, I think that she has some sort of, what is this hand doing? (laughs) It's holding Rune, I think. (laughs) That was where Rune was sitting at the table. Yeah, maybe. I was like, what the fuck is this hand? And you tossed it away. Yeah. Toss like you threw Don't whatever throw it was him on the so ground. Yeah. Okay. Up. So let me put it somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> just like, um, but but oh no, oh no. Okay, her when, reading Ethan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she re- she was like, "You love Bryce." Yeah. You loved Bryce. Now she could have gotten that from text messages that she read, but yeah. I think she can. I think the reason why she's so good at what she does. And the reason why she's been able to rise to the level that she has, I think she was bred to be to be a double agent. I think that's why she went back to live with her dad. Yeah. And I think that she was raised to to get in to get into the shit. And um and that sh- that there's another power yeah. of her like because she is half witch. Yeah. That she can like really intuit people's feelings, maybe even read their intentions. Like another character in another book. Mm. Um, You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's something special about her. Well, and when I first read this book, I, you know, and I'm trying to figure out who Day is. Did you figure it out? No, I thought it was Hypaxia. No, I figured it out. So I didn't figure it out until, I don't remember at exactly what point, but it was later. Yeah. I remember thinking it relatively early. That I think this is the hind. Yeah, it might have been me. when she showed up at the bar, or it also might have been because you learned to look for the patterns. But in her yeah. books. that's what I'm saying. Like she gives off that witchy, 
yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she knows does. More. She's not just a shifter. She's not just you know. Yeah, yeah. She's and she tells witch. that story about the witch too. Yeah, and she gets mad because she thinks he's trying to sneak up on her. Yeah, but their their storyline became the like comfort chapters mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, I want to go back to I them. I love this. Let yeah. me go back to them. Let me go back to them. It was like a lead in Larkin chapters, I right? Yeah. Rune falls asleep. But at least we got to see what Rune did in his oh, mind. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When they have mind sex. Mind sex. How hot is that? Super hot. Super, super hot. Super hot mind you're sex. You're too tired? Not a problem. Go to bed. We can still do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens with them. Oh, my God. So much happens in this book now that I'm like, oh, we haven't talked about this because we have like Hypaxia. She hooks up with Ethan because Ethan thinks that Connor is in the bone quarter and he remembers, or no, Bryce the, saw him the, in the grass and then the, the so under king is like, we, you saw what you wanted to see. Right. When we learned that they eat the souls of the people, which I... You know, your we, ass we is get, second light. Your ass is yeah. You the whole reason that they put them in the boats, and then we find out that the reason why some of them tip is just because just to keep them scared to yeah. behave, mm-hmm. to make them fear being a bad person in real life. Yeah, but that it's just a ceremony that means nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing. Which is why the lowers don't have sailings. Right? Because so Lahaba's little soul, this mm-hmm. is one of my theories, Lahaba's little soul got to fly on, got to go through Starfall, and hit Reese in the face. Yay! <laughs> on her way to go. She would love that. On the way to go hang out with um, Ranthia Draw in the afterlife. Yeah. Because they all are, are going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And maybe that has to do with Apollyon mentions that he was, his stepfather is the void, and that his mother is chaos. So there are definitely different types of like god structures happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's my theory. I think Lohaba got to go straight on straight yep. on to the first star on the left. Mm-hmm. Got to go through Starfall and that's why the stars keep lessening in Starfall every year cuz they say like less and less souls are coming through. I think it's because the lower still get to go through, but the soul, the second light, the, that whatever gives them the power to pass on is being taken and, and eaten. Also, I'm curious. Star eater. Yeah, well, he. Huh? I just wanted to say star oh, okay. eater. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Apollyon's I was like, like nickname. Because he killed um, Sirius is the one that's dead, apparently. I think they actually got away. I don't think they actually died. But the missing sister. The missing sister. I think yeah. she's somewhere else. Uh, maybe she's Jessica. Although I think Jessica is the second sister. Also, the second more. sister could be. Um, you think it's more? Kind that would of. be sis. That would be cool. I thought we thought that more. Yeah, I think more's a witch. Oh, that'd I be think really... she's a god. You think more's a god? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. But the, she's Kier's kid, huh? Are you talking about the same character? No. Who are you talking about? I'm probably saying something wrong. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Jessica? No. More? From Akatar? Morgan? No. Oh, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Okay, no, hold on. Hold the phone. <laughs> I need to get this name right now, or I need to check into the nearest hospital. Manon? No. Oh. Um, come on. Cameron? 
Amrin. Oh my god. Okay, you almost got kicked out. <laughs> I almost got Amrin. I, I had a brain aneurysm. Okay, so yeah, it could be Amrin maybe. I think it's Amrin. You think Amrin might be some scary? Well, I want to know both this. Have black hair and turned yeah. up eyes. <laughs> got another one. And what? Turned up eyes. Yeah, angled eyes. Angled eyes. Yeah, yeah. angular eyes. You did get another one. Great Thanks. job. <laughs> and they Lucian both and, and she's short. Both have red hair. <laughs> and she's short. <laughs> Amrin and Fury both have black hair. <laughs> oh my god, that was so weird. Like I could I saw Yeah, that was the just a that was just a brain, brain fart. That was just a brain fart. Oh. Um oh man, I was just what were we just talking about before that? I don't know. I feel like we've talked about nothing actually this whole time. We talked. I think we were going to talk about the ball because so much. A oh, lot yeah. of re- a lot is revealed at the ball for yeah, a masquerade a ball. Lot. It's like haha, touche, woohoo, touche. Well, the ball, the you ball see is a lot s- of people at this ball. Uh, the no. ball is one when we get Bryce being clever. Yeah. So she figures out how to deal with the politicalness of her and Hunt have made it. She's and supposed Hunt to be engaged was in on it this time. Yeah, he was in She's, on it this time. Cormac wasn't though. Cormac wasn't. Yes, which he deserves an explanation. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he did. But she yeah. runs on over to the to the Ephraim and Celestina and is like, "Hey, guess what? You see? Can you smell that we had sex? We're mates. He's my prince. Dad, you said that was cool, right? <laughs> Dad, you're in on it, right? And he's like, <laughs> Yeah. And Cormac is legitimately like, we had it." Agreement and a deal. Damn it. Yeah, your word means nothing. Yeah. He yeah. absolutely had the right to be furious. So yeah. mad. Cormac is so, it just, it bums me out. I know. Because Cormac was a, a good character. Like, he was this noble idiot. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Well, they shit on Cormac. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like. His scene with Rune the night before he knows he's out. Yeah. Is really sweet. And he had been, his life had had greater meaning for a long time. Yeah. And I really, like, to me, Cormac's character was like a Fenris or a Gavriel. Yeah. Yes. You know? And it's just sad. Like, he lost Sophie. That was a really sad scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Aelin and Sam all over again. Mm-hmm. You know? On the table. Yeah. It was really sad. And just like watching him grieve, and yeah, it's just I, I'm curious to see if anything ramifications happens. of him trying yeah. to blow up the Asteri. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but he was straight up like, <laughs> "Watch me, um, watch the shining, or no, what the what do they call it when the the witches blow up? Oh, the yielding, the yielding. Watch me yield, and he yeah. just blows up like a fire starter. Yeah, so." Yeah, but Avalon, that's something I think that is going to have some impact in the next book. The Avalon Fae, the fact that they have, um, when you think about the fact that Thea and her do- one of her daughters, I think her other daughter may have gone to Avalon. And they don't, apparently the Asteri can't get in there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I-, I think it's really curious to see, especially now that, I'm just I'm just curious to see what happens over there. Maybe yeah. maybe that is where Ruin's mom is from. Maybe Thea's sister was descendant. Uh, like Ruin is. I mean, Resand is it? Maybe that's why they look the same. They're because they're like twins. Yeah. I mean, I still think it's because 
I still think it's because Rhysand's sister made it there. Yeah, because we've never met Rune's mom. Nope. No. I think Rhysand... I, I just... That... If I end up being right about that... I will congratulate you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I will I shake just, your That's the hand. one theory that I really want to be true. I really want Rhysand to get his sister back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really want her to have, like... Ideally, Tamlin and her... Tamlin helped her escape... That is how Resand and Pharaoh will forgive Tamlin. Yeah. Tamlin mm-hmm. helped her escape through the star pool, which may or may not be a gate or a portal. There'll be some reason she can come up with a reason why she, he couldn't tell Reese about her escaping. She may or may not have wings, but in Midgard they have the technology to to repair. They have yeah. science there. Yeah. Cesarean sections. Um, and Rune's mom is actually, she could also have Maeve's power because there's talk about, you know, like Maeve and Resand all have purple eyes. She is, could be Daimati. She could have mind control. It is not unheard of in these universes for her to have been able to, uh, like, like mind control them into thinking she's a part of the family. Yeah. Just like Maeve. Yes. Just yeah. like Maeve. And that is who... Uh, made, you know the autumn king chose yeah you know like that to me i've seen people say that's a fucking reach not really like we have seen all really of those things really. happen um they were like well what about the heads in the box i'm like did y'all watch game of thrones like it's very common it's a very common way plot device for someone to have glamored a box Aiden did that just wait for them to decompose a little bit yeah she did yeah yeah so that is all things we've seen in these stories right she could have made it out there without her wings because they said that, you know how Reese said that the wings were in the office? They never saw them. He doesn't know that. She could have not had wings. Maybe she found a way to glamour her wings away. And maybe maybe, um, maybe Rune has wings and he just doesn't know it like Reese. You know that meme mm. where the woman's looking at yeah. like the mathematical yeah. equations? <laughs> yeah. That's me right now. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it, but... That's the one thing that I would be like, this would be, I really hope so. That would be a really cool way to give Mm -hmm. Tamlin a, like, legitimate redemption arc. Yeah. So that Reese, like, loved him versus just, like, kind of forgive him. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know. Otherwise, hmm, that'd be really hard. I mean, I think something will happen. I I really do think she'll give us... Some Tamlin. I, I just want Tamlin to find some happiness. I, I, yeah. I don't mind if Tamlin finds happiness. I don't know that I need him to be in the fold. I don't know that I need Rhysand oh, yeah. to love him. I mean, I just want there to be... Uh, yeah. I just... I think because of the amount of energy I gave liking yeah. him in the first book. Sure. And I think that, the, you know... I have a friend. He deserves a redemption arc. He I does. Have a, at this point. I have a friend who just read all, well, she's on Star, Frost and Starlight now, but she's been like texting me constantly. And she's like, Kate, I just don't hate Tamlin. I was like, I feel bad for him. He just isn't, but she's always a benefit of the doubt person. And, yep. you know, she's, um, I mean, she's I like, think we hated him for long enough. Yeah. We and do. now it's okay for him to get. A second chance. I'm yeah, more and mad I never... at myself than I am at Tam Tam. <laughs> well, I don't think he ever... I don't think he deserved Farah, and I do think that she was really, really hard on him. 
but also she I think was, he, she was really like she, she was really hard. She on went him. full ass Capricorn on that. Yes, ass, like, yeah. By by bra. Yeah. Shouldn't have locked me in the house. I'm gonna destroy your kingdom. I'm gonna destroy you for what you've done to my family. Yeah. Um, shouldn't have locked me in my room. Shouldn't have <laughs> locked me in the house, bro. Um, yeah. And destroy your entire kingdom and all the people in it. Yeah, because you. Yeah, because you threatened me, and I'm more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, I would love to see that happen, but we'll we'll see. How about Bryce pulling a full Aelin every time she had to talk to the kings of hell, like the princes of hell? Oh, where she was just smarmy as she's shit. She's just smarmy. They're there to give her information, and she's like, "Chitty chitty chat chat me me me." And you're like, <laughs> "I was, I was like, not again. I can't do this not again. Like just zero respect for anybody in authority. <laughs> they, they came has, to you they have, to give you okay, information, so, and she's like, me 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 me. I'm yeah. not this thing." I think that Aelin and Bryce both both have oppositional defiance disorder. Like sure. they cannot stand authority. Um, <laughs> she is so snap sassy. Mm, not again. She's just funny. I mean, she's she just, is the, funny. Normally, she I would is find really that funny, funny. But but the princes of hell, they're here to give you information. Just like we shut might up. need to listen to this. Stop talking. Stop talking for ten minutes so they can <laughs> talk. Because every time they talk, she's like. I don't want to hear it. And you're like, <laughs> like, please, you guys are trying to join the rebellion, which I respect. You know nothing about it. You have yeah. no guidance. You have no direction. You have no backup. You have no connection. You have no idea what's going on. And yeah, the Prince of Hell don't. just popped up and was like, hey, I've got information. And they were like, we don't need it. She says, pretend I know nothing. It is, oh, she does that with the Asteri. Not yeah. him. <laughs> Never mind. Not him. I knew she said it at some no. point. Yeah. She's not as bad as Aelin with Elena, no. but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah, she's pretty sassy with people and really a lot of power. Yeah. People. Except in the first book, she could set that aside when she needed information. Like yeah. when she needed to talk to Sabine. She hates Sabine, but she still got information out of Sabine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he comes to her on Halloween. And he comes to her... And just tells her, like, you're not using your power. You need yeah. to be more powerful. And so I think that is another way where she's, like, pressing how serious things are getting without it feeling like un like enough urgency. Yeah. Because we don't feel the urgency the way we should when they have no. to go to the Asteri. I think she, no. if she had – if a, if an editor had caught that, like, hey, we need a little bit more urgency for this to feel as organic as you want it to. Right. Um, do you need another drink? I'm good right now. Okay. And then Ethan and Hypaxia try to summon Connor, and the Underking shows up. Yeah, He's like surprise! And he puts them in like a hedge, like a corn maze, <laughs> like yeah. an invisible corn maze for yeah. the evening, full of wards, yeah. and they yeah. have to like fight weird. their way. That was a really weird scene that, that I weird. forget about. It's weird and it had no purpose. It was just yeah. to keep them separate for a short period of yeah. time, and to never actually find yeah. out anything How about, about Connor. Ariadne and Flynn being a thing. Did y'all pick up on that? The uh, the dragon? No. Yeah, and Flynn. No. Oh, my God. They have so much chemistry. You what? didn't pick up on that? Oh. Okay. Let me bring it down. She's in the book for like three pages. No. She's they like, are I hate it. I hate it. I hate now. it. I'm gone. No. Oh. They okay. have so much chemistry. Go back and reread read it and pick it up. Pick I up. will reread the three pages that they're in together. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, <laughs> when he breaks her out, he's like kind of rude to her and she scares him a little bit, but he's still like... Then he goes and 
bangs that nymph so loud that everybody in the house can hear it. And I think that it was actually her. It wasn't, she wasn't in there. But I think they have chemistry. Mm. I think huh. Flynn and Ariadne are going to be I thought thing. he was just like flirting, like, because he's just a flirt. I mean, he is like tuned in to her. Okay, I'll have to go back. I mean, I could be making it up. It's fine. It could be headcanon. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We're probably going to get a but lot I... of Therian and her in the next book anyway, because now they're both Yeah, that's what the... I was thinking, Therian and her. Oh, okay. Because well, like when he walks in and maybe, she's why, reading why does a book. She, why does she have to choose between the two of them? That's why? true. Why? Because it's why? Bloomsbury. Why choose? Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they steal from us. Damn it, Let them do what she wants to do. <laughs> and then Therian did. No! No! <laughs> No. Yeah. Okay. Now are we ready to talk about the Asteri part at the very end? Yeah, but before the information download. Let, before yeah, before we talk about that, let's talk about the th- stuff that happens right before the Asteri dump, the info dump, and mm. showing up in Prithian. Before we even talk about that. Yeah. I just want to say before we start talking about the adventures in the Asteri world, Rune, right before they go say goodbye, he was like, let's do a coup on our dad. And I think that that gets forgotten a lot because of what happens afterwards. But right before they go in there, Rune's like, you're more powerful than dad. And he sucks. And I don't think that the face should show up like this anymore. And I will back you. And she goes, you should be king. And he goes, no, you should be queen. And then tells her about how his prophecy was wrong. And I think that just gets forgotten about. Yeah. And also about... Like, just thinking about, like, so Cormac dies before we start getting into, like, the, the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The good shit. Cormac's gone, and we don't know where Therian is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he runs off. And he has a blood tie. He's blood oathed to the Viper Queen. And she's like, you need to get your ass home. And then we hear that Celestina, who I liked, and is Hypaxia's lover, and I really want them to rule the world together. Or mm-hmm. just lead the Senate or whatever, Republic, whatever we do. Um... <laughs> whatever kind of like world we end up with world we end up with yeah, yeah. um and we also know that there's a war is wait, about to start taking place anyways just wanted to like i i just forgot and com- all this is in this many my, pages yeah i just forgot like that rune was like fuck dad let's 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 take over yeah and that's a big deal it in is itself a big deal. And then what happens after that is just, it's such a bigger deal. It trumps it. So then Bryce teleports in to the archives of the Asteri in a giant marble crystal palace. Yep. And goes to the specially coded room that Baxian recognized the number of. Right. He's like, oh, that's that's on the Dewey Decimal system of the... Of the Asteri's <laughs> archives. I've, I've seen that room and they're like, oh, okay. Cool, then we should probably go. Yep. So they go. Yeah. Let's yeah. go there. Let's go there. Yeah. And Hunt's like, well, I kind of know my way around. I yeah, get us in. There. So he gets them in and then she goes into the room and this is not good in with this scene. Because <laughs> it felt like like when you used to, like when you were a kid and you went to like the futuristic like restaurant or whatever and it would have like the bubble tubes. You know uh-huh. what I'm talking about? Where the kids go to the like, so, some, there's a um, 
sensory lab that comes here sometimes and they'll have these bubble tubes that like light up and then the bubbles go up oh okay yeah every time i saw like Rigelis, 60 percent and then it's like yeah 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 and i just fucking couldn't and there's okay you guys are not gonna get this reference at all but there's this really obscure canadian science fiction television show (laughs) called lex Nope, don't get it, but nope. that's fine. Yeah, L-E-X-X. Is it about the bad guy in Superman? No, it's one giant sex innuendo. It's like a really funny, like the main, the the, the uh, spaceship that they fly around, the Lex is shaped like a dragonfly without wings. So like a dick? <laughs> it's a dick. And Got then it, it shoots like a white laser out. So semen? Perfect. Yeah. yeah but seed? The... It spreads its dragonfly seed. The big bad guys are like these seven brains in jars on these like tube (laughs) things. Oh, wow. And they will like suck energy from people and the energy like goes up to the. Wow. And that's what it reminded you of. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. So as soon as it was like. Oh, man. As soon as she walks in that room and it's literally like digital printout, like digital screens that are like. This hysteria is at 35%. Please charge. Maybe she saw like, that show. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's what inspired it. I was like, really? Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I figured it so was. So this but... is your favorite book ever. Because <laughs> it reminds you yeah. of these wonderful <laughs> things. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Tubes with the... Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And then like a light ball goes up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I Thank think you for your contribution. 67%. 77%. I think it's a little odd that they didn't just like disregard the dead one. Like they keep its memory alive. And that yeah. feels off to me because of these who these creatures are. Right. Intergalactic parasites. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just, I just think there's something else. It doesn't sit right to yeah. me that they're just like. Like, why wouldn't they just be like, oh. Maybe as a reminder, maybe it's to brew like a reminder that hell, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I did, by the point, by the time they got there, I did realize they were eating them. Like, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, they're just. For sure. I thought that in the first book. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the way the ley lines were laid out and like all that. I was like, yo, they're getting eaten. Like they're those are bad dudes. Um they're like Thanos. Thanos. Like I there's a part of me that's like this bitch saw yeah, this this is some. Um but yeah, so she learns that they're eating and that they have like power up and they like sit on a throne and eat magic powers all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In their brain gooey bubble jar feeding center yeah. and that there's like a well of first light underneath them and then she goes and bebops over to the orrery she's like oh what's in this room across this the room's way? glowing <laughs> the doors on like oh what's that yeah she goes in there <laughs> and this is like minority report too or like tony stark because she just is like flailing through all these planets and reading about all of these planets that they've conquered and I really like the scene. I think it's really cool that we got this much information. She sees um hell that they lost. They didn't they weren't able to conquer it. Yeah. It's they use AE, whatever AE means. I like to think it means after Aurelia. <laughs> Probably doesn't, but AE means something to them. Or after Earth. <laughs> Who knows? Well, how many gods did Aelin shove into the 
a lot more, but they talk about the fact that there were more Asteri, mm. that they've been looking for other uh, the other versions of themselves. Because it could be after Elena. It could be after Elena. <laughs> but that would make, like, Mala. I, I do think that Luna and her bow, I think that's Deanna, the hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that could be the same. I also think there's, like, different levels. Because the, the Asteri eat magic, but so does um, the Underking. So he he's, like, not an Asteri, but he... Eats. Well, like Hunt can absorb energy. Yeah, but he doesn't eat it to survive. Well, he doesn't keep it long Yet. enough. He takes it from the gate and gives it immediately to Bryce. Bryce yeah, we I don't, don't know. know what would happen. I don't if he know. Kept it. Yeah, but if Fraxia is one of the planets that they they didn't beat, they lost to, and yeah. then it just goes through all these worlds. Like one of them is like the children were really nutritious, and Bryce is just like. Ugh. Ew, nasty. Y'all eat us. <laughs> oh my god, we're like we're like cows. They're like livestock. Yeah. yeah. That's some yeah. That's some bullshit. And then and then then and then the best monologue. <laughs> and she even says it. She's like, "Bitch monologue last year. Can you get out of my face?" And he's like, no. Oh no 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 <laughs> no 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 no. Prepare no, no, no. the prepare the projector. Lights, here. please. Light- <laughs> Does anybody say my laser pointer? <laughs> yeah, it like shows up, and then he just starts rambling on about who they are, how mad they are. He's crazy. Yeah, I heard someone say this, and now I can't unsee it in my head. But that Rigelus looks like Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> You know, like Timothée Chalamet. Chalamet. Oh yeah. my god! Because he's like seventeen, and yes. and even though Timothy is like probably closer to thirty now, he's still he very still young. Looks like he's like gangly, yeah, gangly, gangly young youth. child. Yeah, yes. yeah. With like, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I can't unsee it. I can't. No, I'm there with you even now. with those like Roman curls. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, one hundred percent. So he keeps going on and he admits to Bryce who she is and that he wants her. And then there's the part about, you know, and this makes sense for the plot to me that like they, they, the, the, the whole uh, Micah synth thing was also orchestrated by them and that they actually killed Danica and they should never have told Bryce that because yeah. now she is going to fucking kill them. Yeah. I think those are her words. Yeah. She's going to rattle them stars. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I'm gonna rattle the stars. Rattle the stars, Kate just starts vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then yeah, and then the rest of that shit on and, and yeah, yeah. So she finds out that they're eating them and that they they're intergalactic parasites. Intergalactic parasites like aren't from them, and it still feels like magic, not science. You know what I mean? Like it's still yeah. I think she does a great job of it still always yeah. feeling like magic. Cause they're not like rocket shipping around. They're portaling yeah, and gating and yeah. using power. So it's a really interesting um you know, yeah. to me. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's a very 
good blend of science fiction and, and magic and fantasy. Yeah, I like crawl. Like yeah, like crawl. Like crawl. Yeah, with the but, laser, but better laser fantasy. Yeah, laser fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then they get captured, and that's when we learned. You know, we get this really crazy scene with they get put in the dungeon, and Rune and Han are all like, I don't know. It feels very end of the road. It does feel end of the road. How are we going to get out of this Yeah, it really does. And then, and I'm going back to the first time I read this because I did not have this book spoiled for me. Mm -hmm. Didn't you say you had it spoiled for you? No. I did not have it spoiled for you. And when she, okay, so they get captured. All right, we're going. We're going through the gate. Mm -hmm. And when she goes to that gate and she gets pulled sideways, which I think might be through time. I don't know. Time gets talked about a lot. It and does. We, we have not seen time travel yet. <clears throat> yeah. And I just don't think that it would be mentioned so often and it not be used. Mm-hmm. So I know we mentioned last year that Aelin might be in the past. Like, it would make sense if Lydia is a descendant of Aelin. Yeah. Because of their similarities. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. That'd be sad, though, because that means Vaughn can't be there. And you guys know how I... <laughs> Unless Vaughn traveled through time on accident. Yeah. And that's where he went. He yeah. was like, I'll be there in a minute, guys. And then he just <laughs> it never came. But never showed I up. think about them as parallel universes. Sure. But I mean, they're planets. I mean, that's what's weird. I mean, hopefully we'll get some more clarity of that in the next book. Yeah. Because of that picture. Yeah. Like they're dimensions. Like I could I think of them all happening at the same time. In so she went through a Stargate, is what you're saying. Basically. Yeah. She goes through a yeah. Stargate. Correct. I just realized that. Yeah. A Stargate. Yeah. yeah. Stargate. But yep. it's just, yeah. And so so the code on her back is just the symbols that they put in the Stargate. The like yeah, code well, they type in. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she yep. shows up on the grass. I n- knew like the minute she said this was a manicured yard on a river. I started I was vibrating. Like, that bitch is it fucking <laughs> Valaris. <laughs> yeah like immediately immediately when she was like there was a river with some beautiful houses across the street a river a river hannah you told me that the moment that pharaoh walks in covered in paint you started crying weeping (laughs) weeping rachel had it ruined she sure did but she doesn't care i care but her friends do. But her friends and do. she cares about her friends. She does. Well, you'd already told me the Asteri eat their power. Like. Yeah. Way back in Akatar. I did? Oh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, damn. That's but I didn't you. tell you they go to Prithian. <laughs> you did not tell me they went to Prithian. <laughs> I didn't tell you That's they went the to Prithian. That's the secret that That's... you tried to guard I with tried, your life. I guarded that. Yeah. You did. I guarded that so hard. I guarded the crossover. With my life. I was fighting for my life. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, so she lands up on this yard. She goes, hell has grass. And I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> my, my brain was literally blown out of my face. Yes. Blown out of my face. I think I was like screaming. Like screaming. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you know how loud. 
bitch day. You probably do. You probably do. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. But I was just knocked over. I was like, best, best series of all time. That's when I realized Crescent City was better than the other ones. I was like, nope, this is better. This yeah. is better. Because it's the same and it's better. And I want everyone to experience this moment. Yes. That was a real moment. And Azriel blindfolds her. We get Az, who we know we're going to get a book with more of him coming up. Right? And then she walks in there. And then the way that she describes, first of all, she goes to the townhouse, not the river house. It smells right. like bread and roses. Guys, who right. smells like bread and roses? Elaine. Yeah. Do you think Elaine lives in the townhouse now? She does. I don't think Elaine leaves the townhouse. Yeah. She, so she doesn't live in the river house? She just ghosts around. <laughs> she just follows her the little two floral maids dress. around. <laughs> she learned to be a wraith? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> herself sitting there with two thumbs up like just but like suspended in air <laughs> i keep were you hitching i just keep finding myself with like these like weird <laughs> hand movements and they just stay there the i get to not I, touch the microphone has driven I, you get, I get locked in i feel locked in <laughs> yeah it's because you're trying so hard not to touch the microphone <laughs> just, and you just have to freeze yeah i'm just like locked in anyways so bread and roses bread and asriel roses. right yeah. those are our so this is a another moment it's it's almost like instead of frost and starlight she's using crescent city to transition us into our next akatar book yeah instead of us getting the novel a novella i mean um she's used she's going to use this and i who knows how much they're going to actually i actually think that we're not going to get as much prithian as we want um and that's I, what i imagine i imagine it I being also, very quick i also I don't I don't know. So now everybody just automatically assumes that we are going to see Aelin Galathinius. Aelin Ashriver Galathinius again. And I don't I don't know like I think it's too soon for that. I mean maybe or maybe Dorian, I don't know cuz a rift hold I just think it's too soon. You just I don't know, brought but us it's this the crossover. third book. If you're going to do a crossover, I, I don't know. I don't know. I did see someone say, uh, I don't know. But if I'm going to be fine if nobody from Throne of Glass is in this book. I will be fine. Yeah. I know a lot of people rushed, like crushed 15 books for this. Um, but we've already seen Aelin come through these worlds before. We already know yeah. about that crossover, right? Yes. We already know about Briar. Briar getting into Prithian. We know that Thanatos might be in Prithian, which means that's a whole nother thing. I think there are gates in Prithian. So does does the Asteri say in this book that they left worlds and they left gates open in the other world? I don't think so. But now, we have the Northern Rift and the Southern Rift. I think he says that. You guys talk for a second. I want to look for something. Well, and they have them walled off, which I think is really funny. 
Yeah, they have them like there's like a there's Berlin like, wall. There's like a, a chain link. There's like, like a, a chain link fence. fence. Yeah, and yeah. there's like a guy that stands there with like a like a laser a rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a laser gun. Go back in. Go back in. Okay, so this is something that Rigelus says to Bryce. He says, um, "Not realizing we were their conquerors, but we also opened the doors so we might conquer those worlds as well." The Fae, Queen Thea, and her two foolish daughters realized that, though too late. Her people were already here, but she and the princesses discovered where my siblings had hidden the access points in their world. Mm. So I think that the access points that they created are under all three of those mountains. So I think Could that be. one of them is under the prison, one of them is under the under the mountain, and I think another one is under Ramiel. And Ramiel is specifically in the night court. Um, yes. Yeah. That I think rings true or in it's my the heart. Giant stone on the top of the mountain. Yeah, that too. That too. Or yeah. But I, I think that part's really important because I think that there are open gates in Prithian that um like, like there could be a gate open to that world that they like we just don't know about. Yeah. That's why Briar made it through. That is why. That's how I think that Rune's mom will cross our fingers. He could also just. It just they look too much alike. Right. Like twins. It's one thing to resemble somebody. It's another thing to look like a twin. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But that that when I read that again today, I was like that because I am. I know. That there are something under those fucking mountains. There's a palace under the mountain. Yeah. There's a palace under the, the, the prison mountain, which is supposed to be where Dusk, Dusk is truth. And then Ramiel, they just never looked for it. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. Another thing is, um, Bryce, it, Dusk, truth... So we think she's, we think Thea was the, the, you know, Resand has already, like if the, if the lore in Prithian matches up with this, it's important. It's supposed to be like that. Yeah. He said that Dusk, there was an eighth court at Dusk. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that left. The Pegasuses are from the mountain court. She is their mother. I genuinely think that Helian, like when, you know how the Pegasus, Helian's horses have mm-hmm. stopped breeding? I think when Bryce gets home, there's going to be a connection there. I think she's going to help. They're going to breed. She's going to get a Jelly Jubilee. Yeah. And then I think they're going to start breeding again. I think she's going to give the Valkyries all one of her Pegasuses because Valkyries ride Pegasuses. Yeah. So I don't know if she ends up in Lunathian and goes home or if she ends up staying in in um, Prithian and then that's she becomes a part of the story as well. But I know that those fucking Pegasus horses – are there for Bryce Quinlan. Okay, you said it here. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm the only person that said that, but that is my, I did come up with that in my brain. I mean, I really you heard want it here to, also. You heard it here also, yeah. You heard it here also. <laughs> yeah, I do, like, I, I know that's why, because they're in Silver Flames. Yeah. And Silver Flames in this book were being written simultaneously. Like, those mm-hmm. storylines, oh, sorry, they're, those storylines, those story. <laughs> Those sto- this is just comfortable for my hands. Mm-hmm. Those storylines were being written. So you cannot tell me that Jelly J- Jelly Jubilee. We haven't seen all unicorn Pegasus. But yet. Yet. Yeah. 
So I know, but I also think that so many of the theories for the next books are. <laughs> Sorry. Are you laughing at my fingers? No, no. I was just thinking, do you remember the rainbow bright and the star? What's it called? Hang on. Rainbow bright and the star curse king. (laughs) (laughs) Rainbow bright and the star eater. I think it's rainbow bright and the star eater. Hang on. I remember the Care Bears with the evil star stealer. Star stealer. Rainbow bright and the star stealer. She has her horse. And then there's the robot horse. And so I was like, wouldn't it be funny if, because Bryce is from the technology planet, oh, yeah. she if... got like the rocket horse. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, my God. That would be really cool. <laughs> no. Yeah. I no. had like a rainbow bright flashback where I was like, oh, yeah, she could totally make a horse. Yeah, she could. Because they have mechs. She could have a horse Oh, mech. yeah. Mech suit yeah. horse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. See it coming. Anyways. So Bryce shows up they can't speak the same language she has to go speak thank god she speaks the old language of the fake which we mentioned two times or in the earlier in the book yeah Yeah. like fluently too a dead language yeah she's like i found it like i learned it just to please my father and then i got mad so i never learned any other languages and she knows it but I've kept it up. Yeah. Yeah. The part where... Um, I somehow know all the pronunciations, even though Duolingo. no one alive still speaks it. M- my favorite part is when she, like, all of the people start showing up and Amarin and Nesta and Cassian all show up at the same time. And, like, Cassian, like, leans forward and, like, sniffs her. He's like... <laughs> and she's, like, half human. So for yeah. them, they're probably like, what? The mother, what if she has those pink tennis shoes on? She's got like <laughs> leggings and a t shirt and pink tennis shoes on. If they yeah. saw those pink tennis shoes, God, I'd really... be like, what kind of creature is this? Yeah, right. And <laughs> and then, of course, you know, Pharaoh walks in and then Resan, and she immediately can tell that they're in charge. Yeah. Elaine's not there. She's probably she's ghosting around. She's, with, she's like outside the she's window, like <laughs> peeking in from the garden. She's like, wraithing it. You don't need me. Uh, you don't. No, you, I don't have a point. Yeah. I have no point. I stopped seeing shit after I saw that one thing that y'all yeah. didn't believe me for three the quarters ra- the of the ravens, book. the twin ravens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm having the same dream, and they're like, No, oh, it's fine. She's traumatized. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I exist too, guys. Trauma. Am I right? <laughs> your my. Stop talking at me about your trauma about what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Elaine. Go make some dough. <laughs> Poor Elaine. <laughs> Poor Elaine. Pharaoh would be really disappointed about how people talk about her sisters. <clears throat> Sorry, Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right. Apologize to her. Sorry. Bow to your queen. <laughs> your majesties. Your majesties. Yeah. So the ending of this book is fucking amazing. It is. It really is. It's I don't the best know. Thing that's ever happened. I to don't me. know of another <laughs> series besides. I mean, some of Sanderson's books overlap a little bit. There's one character that the like Cosmere that pops around Hoyt. Um, but the way that she ended this, I mean, this is why people are so protective, mm-hmm. and that is why it felt like a betrayal. <laughs> Sorry, still a little butt hurt. It's fine. Um, when she was just like, "You should know now." You should all know. So I've started telling people, like, this is a multiverse. I don't tell them how or when, but I'm my friend Caitlin that's reading, I'm like, it's a multiverse. Like, they're all connected. Yeah. Because I think that is fair. 
Well, I like, tried to like warn Leanne away from like social media for a little bit. I said, there is a big spoiler out there and I don't want you to see. It. And she's like, oh, is it about, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, <gasps> you already know. Yeah, it got everywhere really fast. It was very upsetting to me. Yeah. It's me just too. because they will never have that moment that we had. Yeah. You know, like the there's shock before and then there's when the she after. lands in that grass and the slow realization. I mean, to be honest, you know, I've you know I read them more than once, and there's it's still good every time. Yeah, it is still good every time. But that fucking feeling when you realize that she is in the motherfucking townhouse. And she's comparing it to Jessica's office and wings. her father's. Yeah. And it's Asriel, you know? And then Resand walks in and goes, Hey, Bryce, Quinlan, I'm Resand. Starborn. My last name is Starborn. <laughs> like, you know, like that, when you, when that is the 15th fucking book you've read. Yeah. When you, that's that, big. That's big. Yeah. That's shit your pants big. Yeah. That's watery bowels big. Yeah. I got watery bells. I got watery bells. Yeah. <laughs> so, holy fucking shit, we have made it through 15 fucking books. Good, good job. job us. Good f- good job. You guys are amazing. Good job, Rach. Good Thanks. job, Rachel. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> so, I I I do love this book. I don't love it as much as the first one. I do love this book. I love this story. The first one was just so neat and lovely. Precisely. Precise. And I mean, this one yeah. was a little bit sloppier, especially in the middle part. It just had some lulls. Some like lulls. the pa- you know, it had some stuff that And then felt, some scrambling. It feels it like, like a it feels like a middle book. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a middle book. Yeah. Um, but this I love the story. I love good. these characters. Love these characters. Yeah. I I love the side characters mo- almost more than Bryce. Like Bryce isn't my favorite. I love Bryce, but she's not my favorite. I Which think is I, exactly what we said about every other series. I yeah. I think that honestly, I think Nesta's my favorite. Nesta, to be honest. Yeah, her main characters tend to have a lot of main character energy. The like yeah. I'm the most important person in the room, and I know it. Yeah. And sometimes that's okay, and sometimes it's obnoxious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why her side characters shine so much because right. they aren't those characters. They're just free to be them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after 15 books, who is your favorite main character? Favorite main Female character? Female main character. Okay. FMC. And are we choosing between Aelin, Bryce, and Farah? Are those what you call the three mains? Because Nesta gets her own book I too. want because Nesta. I feel I, like Nesta Nesta's is- included in my list. And I know that yours is Nesta then. Well, if you had to choose between Feyre, Aelin, and Bryson. Bryce. Yeah. Bryson, Earth, and Blood. But yeah. Feyre is a very close second. So. And Aelin is a very close third. Yeah. So to me, they're <laughs> like, like, it's Aelin's like grandma. Aelin's grandma. Okay. Feyre's mother. Okay. And Bryce's. Maiden. Sister. Oh. Maiden. Yeah. Maiden Mother Crone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though Aelin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I love I love them all, but. They're the three faced. Yeah. So, goddess. who's your favorite couple out of all 15 books? Your favorite couple. 
Of all the couples. Of all the couples. Oof. I think I know. I think I can guess yours. Let's see if you say the same thing that I'm thinking for you. Okay. This is. I'm gonna let me tell Rachel so she knows that I'm not lying. This is me guessing. Okay. Hannah's. Can you take your? Can you take your earmuffs off? <laughs> Wait. Make sure that you can't hear what I'm gonna say because I want to say it so people can hear. Close your ears. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Let's see if I guessed right. Did you hear me? No. Okay. My favorite character. When, when, at favorite, the end of the day. Your favorite my couple. My favorite couple. Couple. When all is said and done. Is said and done. My heart always will go back to Resand and Farah. Mm. Oh, interesting. I was wrong. What'd you say? Manon, Manon and Dorian. Dorian. But if that's uh, that's who you are, that, I mean that's fine. Do I you think have Reese one? Reese Hand's probably my favorite character. Reese Hand is. Yeah, I love that. Oh my god! I oh didn't my know god. that. I am. I love that. That warms my heart. <laughs> I so feel much. like what we have accomplished something say. here. I think we can all agree he's the closest thing to a vampire in these series. I mean, for no, sure, excluding the actual vampires yeah. who are all dicks. And you're not yeah. wrong. He is the most. He is our. He's like. He's like Captain America. He's our High Lord. He's yeah. our fucking High Lord. Yeah. Now, Manon and Dorian are my favorite TOG couple. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm ta- of all the books, like if I only had to choose like one, and you know how I feel about Cassie and Nesta. Yeah. But still, my heart will always go back to Feyre and Rhysand. Yeah, how about you? Well, once Feyre and Rhysand are together, I'm kind of checked out like solidly together like married together yeah. like we're mated we're best friends it That's was really true. hard not- it was really hard to for their intimate scenes and in wings and ruin because like I was just like I don't care anymore because there's yeah. no chase like you guys are just it's like we know once you're like, married are- and happily ever after it's like mm-hmm. and I think she realized that and she was like oh I gotta switch it up yeah yeah who's your favorite favorite couple yeah if you had to choose one, I think maybe Bryson Hunt. Really? Yeah, that's wow. sweet. They have to work so hard for it. Yeah, yeah. I would have said Elite and Lorkin. That's mine, bitch. I mean, I like Elite and Lorkin. Is it really? Too. Yeah, that's mine. I yeah. do like Elite and Lorkin too. I mean, Elite, who and, doesn't? Lor- Elite and Lorkin are my favorite. Yeah. Now of the mains, it's Cassian and Nesta. Mm-hmm. Like I love Cassian and Nesta's love the most. But my favorite couple is Elite and, and Lorcan. I also love Nezrin and Sartek. I wonder if it's because we haven't seen them have It's because, yes. Sex. Because, yeah, that's it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I just love their love. I just love their love. I think they're, like, the I fact that love. they were fated, the fact that they both had gods that were attached to them mm-hmm. that were fated mates. Because mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like Hades and Persephone a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I just love Lorcan. He's so fine. He's the yes. most secretly a cinnamon roll character that God, she has. so sexy. <laughs> because he's like a seven foot tall shadow daddy who's yeah, bonded to dude. the god of death. But he's like, do you need pads? I've got a spare shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's so, yeah, so just big, thick thighs. Yeah. I'm just, he's so strong. And I just picture him running behind all those animals. (laughs) Just like really running behind those animals. That's how you know he's got good thighs because everybody else can turn into like a 
speedy shifter and he's just like yeah he's just yeah and his love for elite is so um and elite is technically the weakest you know like physically weakest Mm -hmm. i mean she's got a bum leg saves his ass yes that scene yeah is amazing lorkin is the strongest man she's the weakest and I'm talking like physically yes. weakest female. Yeah. And she saves him. She's one of the few female characters that does not have magic too. Yeah. Yes. Like it's and just it's just think her of another her brain. Think of yeah. another scene where like the whole thing is just saving someone's life. Without any other you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's such a good it's scene. So, so good. good. Who's your favorite character? Of all time, well, like it, it can't, excusing the mains, who's your favorite side character? Manon. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't say Mort. <laughs> <laughs> Who could forget Morty? Morty, the guy that got written out because he did not. His tone did not match the rest of the story. <laughs> he was like a Disney character in a fucking Throne Hulk. of Glass book. Yeah, yeah. Who could forget Mort? Oh. Sarah J. Mass could forget yeah. more. Well, I yeah. think, no, I think the editors are like, hey, you got to get rid of this guy. He does not, his, t- it doesn't. His the, entire purpose his, is to answer questions. His energy does not match. It, it's He's really out of under place. The port, and Aelin like, doesn't like to ask questions, so it's really not going to work out. Right. <laughs> she really wasn't in a self I'm having she like PTSD flashbacks. She wasn't yeah, in a self-reflective sorry, era. She was really young. Um, <laughs> so yours is Therian and yours is Manon. Yeah. I mean, mine's Lahaba. Obviously, obviously, obvi. Um, but Manon probably is a close second. Abraxos, <laughs> hey, um, hey, sky puppy. He's my sky puppy. He's so cute. He's such a good dragon. Wyvern, 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 <laughs> wyvern, wyvern. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, any kind of. I don't think we're going to really have time to do the crack theory one, our crack theory pod. So in, okay. any kind of theories that you think, anything that you want to see happen? At this point, I just feel like I haven't let myself dwell on it too much because yeah. in order to survive the last two years, year and a half, whatever it's been, I've had to put it out of my mind. Okay. For my own mental sanity. Yeah. Is there anything that your pattern brain sees, like yeah. anything you think's gonna happen, or anything your you pattern brain want to happen? <laughs> no, I'm probably just no, because it's impossible to predict where she's going to go. Really? Because she's not always okay consistent with her characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rachel's gonna compliment Sarah Jima. Okay. So... <laughs> So a lot of people think Hunt's going to die. I don't understand. I don't understand the wild theorizing. Like I get it in a um, like it's cathartic. Because a lot of especially women have a need for control and theorizing and predicting and finding the like the tiny little things because Sarah does drop Easter eggs and she's very intentional about the way things that she puts in. A lot of people can guess what's going to happen, um, and so they just spend so much time trying to figure out. And I have heard some wild shit. 
To me, it's just anxiety inducing. Yeah, it is. It is. And yes. it's just because you're never going to be right. I know. And you learn that <laughs> in fandoms, you learn that, that like you're really wrong. Yeah. So um, just like leave it. I Let's all to, experience like, it. Yeah. Step away. I don't think she's going to be bold enough to kill Rune, uh, Hunt. And then I, I think that if she did take out a main character, she would take them both out um, and not leave one. Um I think everyone's going to survive. Why would Hunt die? I don't know. She's been setting him up to be like a demigod this entire time. Well, and also people think he's going to turn bad, which she's never done that before. It would be a surprise. That he was bred to be a hunter and a like to hunt. I reject. You reject that? I reject that. Yeah. That he was bred to hunt the horn or Bryce. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, you guys have heard my High King theory. I know for a fact that Farah and Reese are going to have to get Prithian together. Rule Prithian. Rule Prithian. Um, Bryce has just shown up like Hulk lands in fucking, you don't know what this I'm talking about, but <laughs> in Infinity War, when Hulk has to land, like, he just shows up and he's like, Thanos is coming. Bryce just landed in Prithian with this crazy fucking story. There is a reason why Erd or the Cauldron, of who are the same thing, yeah. sent her there. There is a prophecy about the sword and the knife reuniting. She is a history major. Reese Sand has been studying this stuff forever. They speak the same language, like... This story is about to get a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. The stakes are get the world. It's getting universal. Yeah. So there's no doubt in my mind that Resand and Feyre are going to be reluctant leaders and are going to have to take Fionn's position. Gwydion just showed back up, and he he probably doesn't even need Gwydion anymore. He's got Nesta swords. Yeah. You know she made three made weapons. Yeah. Plus the trove that they have. Plus the two called the the cauldron. And there's another weapon out there on that island. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind because of the Little Majesty's comment that that's where they're going. Um, my super crack theory is that the 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 prophecy for Rune. <laughs> so if his mother is Reese's bro- sister, then that actually makes him a night court a night night court high lord, like a descendant of. The night court, yeah. Um, and if if Reese becomes high king, Nyx is actually a prince, which would actually make Rune the last of his bloodline for the night court. Um, but it says you shall be the last of your bloodline. I just think it's so vague, and I also think um, the oracles, the surreals, are the oracles of Prithian. Yeah, because they mm. have all the answers. So. I don't know. I I don't have any predictions for any of the Throne of Glass characters coming up. I don't because I don't expect them to be in it. Honestly, if they do show up, it's a luxury. Um, I do think it's really interesting that Rift Hold is called yes, Rift Hold sure. with the rifts. Um, so maybe Dorian and Manon. Oh my God, that would be. I would that would make me watery bowel. I would shred my own self to ribbons. <laughs> 
Well, we'll find out in like I will, three days. I will pulp. Yeah. I will pulp myself to ribbons. <laughs> I will straight up synth myself if that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, we find out in three days. So yeah, it's coming, people. It's coming. Stay tuned. We're gonna do a quick special episode after I leave the room. And Hannah has opted out of reading the prologue and the first chapter that were dropped yesterday by yep. Mrs. Mass. So, but this was great, guys. I think I'm so proud of us. I'm so excited. We're in a good position. Yep. We go, we slid into home base. Mm-hmm. Really, really, yeah. we did. Okay. Well. All right. I'll see you on the other side. Yep. Oh, my God. Until next time, friends. Until next time. Oh, also, Rachel and I are going to a midnight release. So. Should be fun. Should be fun. Okay. Okay, Bye. Bye. Okay. Where can you find us? On Instagram. And. TikTok. And Patreon. Oh, yeah. And we have a Patreon. And (laughs) what what else are you guys reading? What's going on on the other pods? Uh, we're doing... Get out of here with that. Get, get your sassy attitude out of here. Hannah needs to leave the room. Pause it. Hannah needs to leave the room. <laughs> it's fine. We're doing like a really, really, really science fiction. Just... It's called Star Maker by Olaf Stapleton. And at this point, I'm just trying to figure out how many different types of creatures he can invent and how they have sex with each other. Mm. That seems to be his main theme. A man wrote, a man wrote that. It did. So, until next time, friends. Bye. Bye. Everything needs a penis and a hole. Bye. Is it hot in here or is it just me? Tuning in to hear these three chatting about fantasy novels of the spicy variety not your average book club if you know what i mean are you happy to see us or is that a dagger it's feast sheep shatter it's feast queen over here so if you'll notice um ignore the thing that says the lantis and the coach che things this is quotes from um Silver Flames, but this is for us for our second episode, for okay. the for the mini episode for. Okay. Um, I didn't get much past the ball. I didn't get any. I didn't get past the ball because I had to actually fucking work today, which was annoying. Isn't that the worst? When you have to like, yes, it is. No, I'm I'm getting more <laughs> and more just like infuriated with work and with John and like insurance. Like this is not fitting my life. Yeah. I have other things to do. Yeah. I have books to read. Yeah. Um, so there's there are parts. I, I wanted to add things just that I thought I really like. Like I put all the quotes in every time she calls him an avenging god because she's trolling us. She is trolling us. Yeah. I think that Sarah J. Mass saw Endgame in 2018 and was like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can fucking do yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't see that. What? <laughs> I didn't. You haven't seen. <laughs> Should I leave? Kate.exe has encountered a problem. <laughs> I think I'll leave. It's okay. I'm just glad y'all know that if I don't, if I go silent, then I'm actually like really, my brain is like, it's the loading symbol. <laughs> hmm. I won't 
ask you what it, I'm what, just shocked. What is Canva? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But I might make you, we might do a 22-week series where I come over and we watch one Marvel movie a week until you watch Endgame. My mom just made me watch a bunch of them. <clears throat> you look really sad. Yeah. Did you not like them? I mean, like, I think, I think the first one. What is the first one? I don't know. I had Chris Pratt. That's a guardian, and that's like. Oh, the, I'm so sorry. That's like the fifteenth. <laughs> oh my god, that's some like that's like someone like telling me like about Star Wars, and they're talking about Star Trek. Like, I'm so sorry. No, I mean, no, 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 no. Okay, that's not the exact same because at least you're talking about the correct universe. Guardians of the Galaxy are in the MCU. Oh, good. But that's like the 12th movie. The first movie would be Iron Man. Oh. So they're like all connected? (laughs) (laughs) The look. (laughs) I'm so glad that that you um, became friends with me before this moment. (laughs) No, I, I just, I'm just, it's like someone saying to you, oh, so Dumbledore's in Harry Potter? Okay. All right. I can oh, see that. Dumbledore has, oh, so Gandalf isn't in Harry Potter? Okay. Yeah. Got it. You know Gandalf from Harry Potter. <laughs> Got it. I mean? Okay. Isn't Chamber of Secrets the first one? Um, yeah. yeah. Chamber I'm of Secrets, that's the first book, Hannah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I've just never been into you like to, to like be Marvel. such a geek. I've never. Oh, you re- hit record. Yeah. When? <laughs> when? Oh, oh wow! I can't hear. I just, about, hold on. Never Can you turn me up a little bit? Superheroes. I mean, that's that's reasonable, <laughs> and everyone is allowed <laughs> to have okay, their own their own things. I'm you know? sweating. That's how bad I feel. You shouldn't feel bad. (laughs) Okay. You shouldn't feel bad. I'm doing homework. Yeah, you're reading your outline. Thanks. Uh, I'm reading my outline. (laughs) 